Hello, and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's Mox Culture Podcast, where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me as always is my lovable band of goons, starting with Tony Smith. What a do, baby boo. Noel Shefflin. Oh, what the bam. And Jeremy Lee. That young. That's stupid. Did Idiot. you just throw the rock up? No, that's that's Hova's sign. Hova. That's Hova's sign. You don't put that. You're not Hova. Who's Hova? Chaboy. Chaboy. Who is Hova? Hova. Hova. What? H to the okay. Izzo, B to the Izzo. Okay, we're done. Right, we're done with whatever you guys are doing. We're done with it. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode. If you like the show, be sure to support us over on Patreon, where you can support us and help us fund awesome projects like the project we are finally about to announce. <laughs> I know we've been talking about it forever, but uh, the trailer I think is going to be going up real soon. I don't have a date on it just yet, but the video... I think we have a deadline for the video. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is just yet, because <laughs> just in case, we're working really hard on it, literally day and night, trying to get this project day done. Day and so, night. Okay. Uh, it's going to be one of those. You can already see it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, it's going to be awesome. We can't wait to share it with you guys. Don't forget, uh, Patreon backers, we are updating and upgrading and up upping our patreon so like we're gonna have a bunch of new perks we're gonna be removing some older perks we're gonna be decreasing the price on some perks and increasing the price on some other perks we're really trying to completely relaunch our patreon i mean this is a a little over a year it's like maybe a year and a month since Mm -hmm. we launched our original patreon so uh we've seen so much success from it and we're hoping that with all these new things that we put into the Patreon, it'll help it be more successful and hopefully get us to where we want to go. We're yeah. uh, hoping to bring Hisani on as a permanent member of the team. Uh, we're hoping to invest in some bigger projects. Um, and we're also uh, looking to increase the speed to at which we make our minute matchups. Uh, so we're hoping to start releasing them the goal is like give us a little bit of time, and we're hoping to possibly even start releasing every every two months. Uh, but that's a goal. We really gotta uh, hit our financial goal in order to be able to attain that. Uh, but so you guys who are out there who really like the content that we create, uh, this is how we're gonna be able to do that. We're looking to also. Uh, we're in the process of getting a new uh, studio space, and I'm like a legit studio this time, guys. Not the studio that we're current, currently in, which is which is legit, right? This is hella yeah. legit. Yeah. Brothers janitorial closet. Yeah, it, it, this is not a spare bedroom. Mm-mm. This is a no. studio. Not this at all. A, this is studio as shit. You're yeah. right. It's just a janitorial closet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we're yeah. still at Warner Brothers. We're hoping to do some really big and really awesome things uh, in the future. We've been spending this year sort of. Building up and 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 And now we're finally about to release like some pretty major pieces of content that we have been working on for a really long time that are uh, hopefully going to be a lot of fun for you guys. It's not season two of Nightwing. Hate to break it to you to all those people who are like, ah, season two. It's not season two. Uh, (laughs) Season two. Yeah, it's it's not season two. I'm sorry. Uh, But it is going to be a fun minute matchup nonetheless. And we got a lot of great stuff coming. So please take a moment support us over on patreon and we are looking to release new shirts with our ismahawk our new redesigned ismahawk logo on it so really hope that you guys are excited and uh interested in picking those up we're hoping to keep the price relatively low 19 to you know 22 dollars somewhere around there uh not including shipping so you know uh hopefully that would be uh, accessible and affordable for a lot of you guys <sighs> is that it when are, we, when are we gonna do the theme shirts we're going to do the theme shirts, I think, after we release the main shirts. Okay. Uh, we're going through district lines, and um, and they take forever. Fair enough. I'm <laughs> not even going to 
I'm not even going to be coy about that. I didn't sign anything saying I have to be nice about it. Fair they enough. take forever to respond. They take forever to get everything started. But you know, hopefully, once we uh, get everything together, they'll, you know, they'll do it. It's going to be dope, guys. Yeah. We got some good stuff. Diggity coming. Dap, dope. We got some good stuff coming. We got a lot of stuff coming. You're going to love it. To hats too. <laughs> we know people have been asking for hats. So caps, snapbacks, snapbacks, caps, hats, baseball he- caps, he- headwear. Let's talk about today's okay. episode. Okay. What are we talking about today? Time well, flashes by. The Flash. So yeah. The Flash released a new trailer for this yeah. for season three. This is the best look we have to date uh, for this season and kind of what the season is going to be about, or at least mm-hmm, what mm-hmm, the earlier mm-hmm. parts of the season are, season are going to be about. Going to be about. Mm. What do you, what <laughs> did you guys think of this uh, trailer that, uh, that just um, dropped? As expected, it is completely different from The Flashpoint we know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fact. Uh, this is... I don't know if it's just the marketing, but it seems really, really overly upbeat. Yeah, it is. I think it is the marketing. So the season isn't going to be like that. Uh, have what have the previous seasons felt like? First season was marketed as being pretty epic. Um, yeah. Second season, I feel like was marketed similarly though. It was. Did you say? Remember, yeah. But were they yeah. upbeat? They necessary. I don't. I haven't watched all of season two. I've only watched like one or two episodes. But they didn't didn't seem overly upbeat but i did just to kind of preface what i'm about to say i did uh, my opinion that is i did uh watch the video without any sound Mm. um and from the footage it didn't look like it was going to be overly upbeat it looked it did look a little bit balanced music is what made it yeah Yeah. the Mm. music the editing the way it was put together yeah Uh, Yeah, which like i I think if you look at the yeah i think if you look at the the content that we see in the actual trailer, it seems like it, in the beginning, it's like, "Ooh, what's going on? There's two flashes, Ooh, wacky shenanigans," <laughs> and then it, and then all of a sudden, the flash is like, "Holy crap! I'm starting to forget who I am." Oh, oh my no. god! Oh my gosh! Oh, what no. is going on? Wacky, wavy, inflatable, arm flailing two man. And uh, but yeah, you um, I don't know, guys. <laughs> if you haven't yeah, noticed, yeah, he seems me really happy for someone who just changed his entire timeline. It changed the, the entire timeline, not just his entire yeah, timeline. Well, the world's timeline. The world, chico. <laughs> Okay. It's it, like okay. you know what the standout thing that I noticed is like the big thing that I noticed with this is if you've read the Flashpoint comic for those of you guys who out there who haven't read it uh, or seen the Flashpoint Paradox uh, animated film which absolutely watch that it's super good and, yeah. so and good. it gives you a good idea of the story within just like an hour and a half. So good. Um, but you like Flash loses he doesn't have his powers in the alternate timeline no so he literally when he gets back to that new timeline his powers are gone it's like he never had them and in this version it's like Wally West is now the Flash but yet Barry Allen still has his powers it seems like he's mm-hmm. losing them from what I from what I could tell from the trailer but yeah it's very interesting so here's a question mm-hmm. where because Wally West was affected by the particle uh, accelerator explosion. Mm-hmm. The particle the f- accelerometer. Okay. I'm By the done. way, an accelerometer is has means nothing whatsoever except a sensor within a phone. So that was bullshit. Yes. Moving forward. <laughs> so. If Wally West was affected by the particle accelerometer. Nope. Uh, <laughs> that was in the original timeline. So if Barry changed it, did he go through the same events to gain his powers? Is that w- what we're going at? Well, probably. I'm sure they're going to explain why he's the Flash and how he's the Flash. This season most certainly seems very weird. Yeah. Uh, and I, it seems like he is the Flash, not Kid Flash. Right. Yeah. And then Barry just calls him Kid Flash. 
Just, I like that. He's like, you're kind of like a kid flash. He's like, huh, don't call me that, you dick. Don't call me that. Don't call me that. And then they get in a fight, and then the whole show is Civil War. And then yeah, the Barry entire season Allen just is Civil beats War. the crap out of Wally West. Yep. Because until Wally West is the regular Flash, your boy, your boy. Yeah, but I don't know what that was. I like the way his costume looks. Though, like in action, it I does. Like the way I wonder it, if yeah. Kid Flash in the show is slower than Barry Allen Flash. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, the the bigger I think the bigger question I have is what happens when Flashpoint ends? Like, how, first of all, how long is this going to last? Is it going to be four, you know four episodes, one episode, an entire season? season. Um, half the season is he going to be bouncing back both worlds? But the big thing I want to know is will Wally still be Kid Flash? After things go back together, or are they just gonna be like, "Nope, that was it. That's all we got there. That's there we mm. go. That was Kid Flash. Interesting. He's gone now." I think he'll remain Kid Flash, and I think the Flashpoint will last at least half the season, if not the whole season. It seems like the way they're setting it up, it'll definitely be at least half the season. Yeah. The Man in Yellow makes an appearance again. Yeah, but not Joe Man in Yellow. Not Joe Man in Yellow. It's the it's literally a Man in Yellow. <laughs> Stoop. Yeah, <laughs> that was. You're tight. laughing at your own joke. <laughs> yeah, that was tight. Uh, I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> They're both a part of the DC universe. It's funny because he's actually uh, not wearing yellow. You color blind. I'm just kidding. He is. It's like, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a mustard. I can see yellow. Yellow is not one of the colors I'm blind on. Oh, okay. If it's a golden yellow, sometimes I see it as lime green. Or yeah, same. Green. Same Z's. This is so off topic. Um, so Who is he fighting? I don't know who that character is. Looks like another speedster, though. Yeah, yep, it does. Wearing it leather. Looks, it looks <laughs> like Zoom with ears. Yeah, with like <laughs> bird ears or something. Yeah, Zoom's, what is up with that? He's got Hawkeye Zoom uh, crossover. Yeah, it definitely looks like Hawkman. He's a cosplayer. Mask. I'm gonna look up another picture of that guy. It's gonna be. It's the Fast Hawk. I'm just kidding. I don't well, know. Do you guys My know that character's is. name? I don't actually. Fast I don't know how that character is. I am uh, uneducated. Okay, <laughs> that's enough. So. I wonder if, for this Flashpoint timeline, this is a way for them to bring Supergirl into the universe. I was just going to say how they're going to bring Supergirl into this. Do you think they're going to bring Supergirl into this? I yes. hope so. Yes. Hmm. You think they're going to bring now, Superman into this? That was, that's another question. Yeah. I don't know. Let's save that for a minute because I, I mm. do want to talk about that trailer in a second. But, yeah, really, really... Uh, Really interesting trailer. I think there's a lot of information in this trailer. It's showing like Barry is like nobody really knows each other mm-hmm. at this point. Even Iris doesn't really isn't really familiar with Barry, which is interesting. That's a oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, they're never going to be together in this show. It's man. so f- annoying. Again. I cannot explain to you how annoying it is. Uh, you know what? I I will take this 100 million bajillion gabillion fulfilling times more than if ha- hashtag that someone. Uh, if Do I not would hashtag I would, that. I would, I would much prefer that to what they've done with Arrow <laughs> and make them. Date and then break up and then date and then break up and then date and then break up about stupid crap. At least this is like, at least at least this is like timeline based stuff. So it's like you can you can kind of repair it instantly, but it's not just like oh my god, you're just lying to me all the time, breaking up. And it's just like God, I'm so uh, sick of this plot line. Don't yeah. lie to Danny, guys. Yeah, like don't lie to me. I won't lie to you. It's honesty is the best policy. 
Oh. I have nothing to say to anything of what you just said. Why? Everything I, I said was coherent. I don't. It, it was I just passionate. I, I was. It was sensational. I. But I agree with you. I really. I have no opinion. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. we've talked about this so many times. You know. Yeah. Well, we we'll talk about that specifically. When but is like, it coming out? Or the new season? Oh, shiznet! I did not. Shiznet. Probably October. It's pretty soon, dude. Yeah. When is Luke Cage coming out next week? <laughs> no, yeah, the end of yeah, this month. Dude. Uh, end of this month. The 30th? Luke Cage is gonna be so sick. The thirtieth. Bruh. Dude. <laughs> oh, I'm so ready for Luke Cage. Oh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Luke Cage drops in four days, bro. Yeah, no. Oh shit! <laughs> Stop. You remember when Jeremy was normal? No, no, no. I don't. I remember I, when he was more quiet, but I don't remember when he was normal. Dude, the fla- <laughs> Flash drops in eight days. Dude, at least now it's consistent with Jeremy. It usually used to be just like random spurts of weirdness. Now it's all now the it's time. Now it's just all weird. Like the screeches? <laughs> yeah, like... Hmm. I'm surprised like we didn't ghoul. take advantage of that and call Jeremy Screech. Oh, it seems oh. like, yeah, like that was a missed opportunity. We there really, really could have started calling Jeremy Screech and I'm it could have caught on. I still can. He doesn't screech anyway. He's screeched in a long time. Start uh, screeching again. Please don't. <laughs> God damn. Why would you... Why... God... It's one of my favorite things. It really it's is. It's more like a. It's more like some sort of weird chicken call. It's like a chicken just got hit. Welcome to Hot Dog. Okay, back to the Flash. <laughs> yeah. So the Flash drops in eight days. Arrow drops in nine days. Luke Cage and foe. Luke Luke Cage is in four. One Supergirl. Uh, I assume around the Supergirl? same time. Supergirl. Arescate. Supergirl. Okay. October seventh. Something like that. Or okay. Whatever. I don't know. Okay. I'm just throwing numbers out there. I really October don't. October 39th. Which, by the way, October 7th. We're going to be in New York for New yeah, York Comic Con. Uh, October 7th. You were absolutely correct. Uh, yes. Yeah. We will be there the fifth, like all days. Yes, all, all days. All, all days. All of the days. All of the days in New all York. All of the days. All I haven't of been the back days, to boy. New York since I was like 11. Really? So this is going to be cool. I've never been to New York. Thank you to our friend, Fred Sullivan. Yes, Fred. Come and clutch. Fred Sully in the house. Fred Sully. Sully boy. So yeah, if you guys are going to be in New York, we will be selling some limited edition merch that will only be available at New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm, Sorry to those mm-hmm. people who are not there. This is sort of our way of doing something cool for our East Coast peeps yeah. because like we're always on the West Coast conventions and we mm-hmm. never go to the East Coast ones and like West this- Coast Stop that. Okay. <laughs> so this is the first time we're able to go to like a uh, East Coast convention and hopefully like we have like limited edition merch and we're going to be at the Roundtable Studios booth. Uh, so we don't know what booth number that is just yet, but it is going to be the RTS Roundtable Studios booth. They're the ones who are helping us with our new uh, Minute Matchup episode. It's uh, Cliff Paul. Oh, shout yeah. out to him. He's our Hell yeah. he's our boy. He's your boy. Uh, your boy. And uh, shout out to him for letting us uh, be at his uh, at his uh, booth. 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 And uh, and. Yeah, and for and being thank able you for to being a dope uh, guy. for being a dope guy and getting all the merch uh, set up for us and, and doing like when you guys watch the new minute matchup, you're gonna be like, holy crap! This like half of this video is like really amazing, and then that half that you're thinking of that is the really amazing part is the part that Cliff did. Yeah. So <laughs> well, let, uh, like credit where it's due. Cliff, our friend Devin G, uh, mm-hmm. gotta give shout out to Garrett Austin. Mm-hmm. You boy. And, uh, who else are we missing? Oh, Farage. Uh He's mm-hmm. the guy who. Uh, oh, I almost gave something away. Yeah. Ah, you almost no. got me. You almost got uh, me. You not yet. Oh, you're not gonna get me. You're not gonna get me. Oh, oh I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Danny today, guys. But I love it, dude. I am okay. on so many painkillers right now. <laughs> so can I throw this phone at your head? No, I will still feel that, and I'll be real. I will be upset. I will be. I will be visibly dude, don't upset. Don't throw that. Okay, it's aluminum. 
It's aluminium. All right, Al- aluminium. Uh, wow, that was a that was definitely a segue. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about Supergirl. We just saw the Supergirl trailer. Supergirl. <laughs> That's all I, I have. Love, I, love oh, okay. I, I, the one, I love how I'm the one who's on one, and this guy's doing finger guns. He's making ugly faces. Finger saying, guns. So he's saying Supergirl with a French accent. Sorry, friend, our French it's French friends. dialect. I'm just kidding. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So for those of you guys out there, Supergirl just. <laughs> Superman is in it. And, he, you know, I must say, I feel like he's taking up too much time in that trailer. I don't know if he's going to be taking up too much time in that season. In the season? They are milking him. Yeah, they're, 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 like, yeah. they're milking the teat of Superman right now. Because <laughs> he was in almost. He was in on the milking milk. table. <laughs> he was in almost every frame of that trailer. Uh, yeah, and exactly. he only it's the best post workout. Kryptonian breast milk. I think he looks awesome. Oh, no. I think I, I think he looks yeah, awesome. I was going to say, he looks so much better in motion. Man, that promo, that promo photo was, that guy should get fired. Yeah. <laughs> like, not Damn. to like, but like, dude, like, That's dude. pretty ruthless. Don't get, get demoted. Get, get demoted. Get demoted. Get demoted. Get Learn from mistakes and then come to. back Don't let as a that, better who, man. I'm sorry, but whoever took that photo... Or whoever edited it. Edited. edited? Uh, no, it's, it was the it was the way the photo was framed, dude. Like that was from the the person who took that photo because everybody was like, "Oh my god, he looks freaking terrible as Superman." Then you see him in the trailer, and you're like, "No, oh. he looks there's he looks a little young in the trailer." Yeah, which is he fine. Does. That's fine. I see. That's I think cool. there's some shots where he looks good, and then other shots where he looks amazing. Like there's some, okay. there was one shot in the trailer where I was like, "That is Superman." There's and this one shot where he. He flew up. Oh, I, yeah, I, I saw that. that was the part where he like ripped his, his shirt open and revealed the Superman logo. I was like, I was like that was a great moment. Is that this cool. Smallville? <laughs> Hella Smallville. Yeah. You know, actually, to me, this definitely has that small. Wow. Smallville vibe. <laughs> with the trailer. Yeah? Yes. Did you watch that show? No. Okay. <laughs> I watched a couple episodes like a long, long time ago. In, in a galaxy know? far, far in, away. Like, middle know? school or something like that. I don't know. I mean, what did you guys like? So I think we've we've said on the on the show multiple times. Like, I made it about fourteen episodes in, and then had to stop. How far did you guys get in Supergirl? I have never watched a, a moment of that show. Mm. I watched mm. the Flash crossover. Mm. That was about it. Not but even a second. From that, I liked it. That was cool. I just watched the pilot episode. Mm. That's all. And I don't know if I liked it because of the Flash. Like the fact right. that the Flash was in that episode with the crossover, but see, I didn't like that episode. Really? Yeah, I thought it was. Hmm. I, I just was thought it. Filler? It, it just like... see, yeah, it seemed very, mu- very much like filler. It seemed very much. See, like... I watched it out of context, so yeah, fair enough. There's that. Well, like th- this is this is my concern with. Uh, again, this is like the 14 episodes that I watched before I gave up. Mm. Uh, I made it in 14 episodes and was like, I still don't know who the villain is. Like there were there were villains, but I was like they're not particularly villainous and they're not particularly present. They're not like so, posing a huge threat. Yeah, it's there are like, no antagonists. Yeah, like okay, so season one of Arrow, just to like put things in perspective for season ones of things, season one of Arrow was like the first half of the season. There was like no direction and no villain. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know who the bad guy is until halfway through the season, the mid-season finale, where they introduced the Dark Archer, and that's when shit got real. Yeah, it's like, like the first mm-hmm. half of the season, the villain was like, not necessarily the, I wouldn't say the island, but like the conflict was like dealing with his yes. returning from the island. Agreed. It was like return. Yeah, it was returning the conflict to the island. But, but like also there was like, no like yeah. physical threat, so like it was tough to. I don't and know, you know he takes out. You know he gets off the island, so like you're, you know, like he's not yeah. gonna die or anything. Going back on that season, man, I look back and I'm like, you know, that season wasn't 
as terrible as I like remember. Dude, that season or, like, was awesome. I loved that season. I loved for the first season and the second season of of Arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I actually if I like. I'm actually like contemplating earlier today, like if I just rewatching all of that because it was just so cool. I, I loved it. Dude, season two was unbelievable. Season one was like the first half of season one was like a rocky. It was it was building up. Exactly. It was building exactly. and it, it proved that it was worth the build up because mm-hmm. the second half of season one was well, awesome. The first half was like all exposition. It was just yep. explaining exactly. the rules of the universe. Mm-hmm. Explaining the rules of the universe. It was the introducing universe. like basically he was basically he was like fighting against the cops and his own relationships, which is why it was boring. It was very soap opera yeah. But then I think the show realized okay. I think like halfway through they were when they were you know adjusting the the story for the show they're like okay so from what I'm seeing here it seems like fans who are watching the show like less soap opera drama and more superhero action and they mm-hmm. upped the superhero-ness mm-hmm. which is why season two was second half of season one was amazing sec- and all of season two was unbelievable yep, for sure so and then to kind of pull us to the flash the Flash from episode one, you oh, established that the, oh, yeah. that the man in yellow is our villain. Yeah. It's so much so that I didn't even think he was going to be the bad guy in the first season because I was like, I feel like we're going to build up to this. He seems like a season two villain. Mm-hmm. But season yeah, one villain went running with villain. it. Yeah. Season Ugh. one villain. And it was so good. And so with Supergirl, I was 14 episodes in and I was like, is it his aunt? Is it her aunt who's the bad guy? Who's the bad guy here? <laughs> Is it her relationships? Is it like just a slice of life kind of thing with Supergirl? I mean, that, that's what it felt like. I, th- I think, see, I think like, I'm sure, I, I was told from fans of the show that, that the second half, the, like the latter half of the, uh, of the season uh, became more concise and actually like started focusing on like the plot. As they and the- were figuring out what they were trying to do yeah but at that point you, you already lost me man i had mm-hmm. like 14 episodes yeah that's before a big you... chunk dude that's that's over half that's yeah. a lot of hours of your life yeah and i was just like i'm gonna watch this because i want to support the, the but i'm like this isn't the supergirl that i grew up with this is like they're doing something totally different and i don't want to be that guy who's like i'll oh, watch if it, it if it's not like if it's not like what i the comic books and it's trash because that's <laughs> that because that's you know that's not the case either yeah. it's you can like these stories need to be rewritten for the screen and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it was, it was just really campy. But I do feel like just watching this trailer, like the trailer, I, I thought was bad. <laughs> but I, the Supergirl trailer, yeah, which is not okay. But I thought that the contents of the super of the Supergirl trailer were good. Yes, I would agree. I would agree. Okay, the, I the marketing, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like I think the marketing is bad. Yeah, I didn't like the Flash trailer either. Yeah, <clears throat> but that doesn't mean the season's going to be exactly. bad. Exactly, season's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. So it's the CW. Yeah, their, their marketing is going to be like that. Like, like when they release the first trailer for Arrow and the first trailer for Flash, uh, like they're these <laughs> epic cinematic trailers, and they just seem like so epic. And you're like, this looks awesome. Yeah, and then dude. you see like Supergirl's like Supergirl's a, a girl on the town. <laughs> and you're just like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Supergirl is badass. Uh, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Boy. That was sensational. But, Bro, Supergirl and Young Justice is so OP yeah, and she awesome. Is. Wait, yeah. what? Supergirl's not in Young Justice. Are you talking about? Are you talking about Wonder Girl? No. no. You, oh wait, what am I talking about? Super- <laughs> Where am I think? What am I thinking? I think about? you're thinking of that animated film, the DC animated film. Which one? The one with Dark Side? War? War? 
She's not. No, she, no, 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 not, 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 not war. It's um, it's that it's the one where Batman like threatens Darkseid and Darkseid like like grabs Batman's neck and like holds him outside of his window and Batman's like. He's like, you can go and kill me, but then your whole planet's gonna gonna explode. And then Darkseid's oh, like, yeah, yeah. like touche, you were about to destroy an entire planet. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> Respect on my name. Damn. And then I think yeah, like no. <laughs> Supergirl was in that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure she was the reason why they were on Apocalypse to begin with. Okay. She's still cool. <laughs> yeah, she was a badass. I, know, I remember yeah. seeing her somewhere in animation and she was training with Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's a badass. Yeah. It was great. I thought it was. I thought it was Young Justice. No, she's not in Young Justice. I promise you. Teen Justice. Was she in a, a, a show? What? <laughs> was she in a cartoon? Yeah. Uh, she was in. I think the. I think she was in the Superman animated show, and I think she was. Might have appeared in Justice League or Justice League yeah. Unlimited, but I really, really don't remember. Word. Mm. Okay, I was wondering. I remember. I vaguely remember the movie you're talking about with Dark Side yeah, and Batman. That movie was awesome. Yeah. What was that, that called? Was DC animated on point, dude. I don't remember. <laughs> but let's, Supergirl let's was awesome in that. Wonder Girl was awesome in Young Hello, Justice. Wonder Girl. Yeah. Like Oh man. These females. <laughs> so oh, man, dope. these females. Sorry, these women. Strong, uh, powerful women. Boom. Badass. Badasses. Um just like fucking shit up. What did you guys think of the trailer though? I mean, it's the trailer, uh, it was I, really choppy for yeah. me. I didn't, I did not get like one solid I don't anything know the, from that. Yeah. I was like, what I didn't get any plot this? points. I was like, so I, all wait, I got was that Superman, Superman was, a was in and helping her do everything. I think, I think, I what I got from this was that uh, Superman is hot and a lot of women like him. And, and Clark, Clark Kent is also hot. Okay. And men. You saw you saw the the, oh, yeah. the guy who was just boy. Going, oh my god he's like fanboying out <laughs> yeah. to uh, Superman yeah oh yeah and how do you shave yeah. so it is a reason it is a reasonable question that is a very reasonable yeah. question I would he does like uh, John Hancock he uses he just just scratches it off just scratches it there's off. also in the in the uh, old uh, Superman animated series he uses cartoon the mirror yeah he's like and you're just like that's cool that's so excessive accurate that's <laughs> how accurate 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 <laughs> as one accurate. would say. Uh, how did you feel about the trailer, Jeremy? Um, it's a CW trailer. <laughs> okay. It's Superman Batman trailer. Apocalypse. That's the name of the animated film. Sorry. Just wanted to throw that out there. All what right. a title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straightforward. <Hey. laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Superman Batman Apocalypse. It's Superman. <laughs> it's not even Superman and Batman Apocalypse. It's Superman <laughs> slash Batman colon Apocalypse. So just, yeah. just the, just the mo yeah, most just efficient so way know, to get the title. Batman. We're on Apocalypse. Let's you know what you're getting, dude. I love how there's like Superman, Batman, Apocalypse, but Wonder Woman is in like most of that movie too. <laughs> nice, nice guys. And Supergirl, what? but whatever. What are you gonna? What are, what are we gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna uh, do? Just call yeah. it Justice League. Anyway, um, yeah. Sorry to cut you off, Jared. Go ahead, continue. Uh, you said it seems cartoony. What did you say? Oh, they're just very soap opera. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's it. I'm still gonna watch the show. I'm gonna catch up on Supergirl, then watch this new season, and I'm gonna probably watch Gotham too. Is, but like, what? I'm sorry. Is, what? Oh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Go on. No, go ahead. Is Supergirl on Netflix or on Hulu? It's on Netflix. It's on. Okay. It's, I think they just added. What about the all the CW shows are all on Netflix. Oh, they're all up to date now. Mm, I mean, I don't know if the most recent seasons on Netflix, but they are usually uploaded to Netflix. Okay. <laughs> Here's another question I have for you guys. What do you guys think of cameos for the sake of cameos? For instance, if Superman doesn't play an integral part of the plot of season two of Supergirl, then my question is, why is he there? 
I don't know. Besides what? just trying to get people to watch. Maybe to show how powerful he is and then Flashpoint will affect the show and take out Superman. That's my hope. That is my hope. Mm. We'll see if that I works out, though. I <laughs> don't know if they're trying to introduce other Justice League characters, but if they're introducing Superman mm. and he mentions Gotham, mm-hmm. like... Batman clearly exists in this world. Yeah. He does well, they exist. They didn't mention Gotham in this world. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. So if Superman isn't there to start introducing the Justice League in this world, I don't know why he's there. Because, like, yeah, Civil War, exactly. they introduced Spider-Man... You could take him out, and he doesn't affect the plot at all. Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man is in Civil War, so that they can introduce him as a character to establish him for his solo movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if Superman is in Supergirl now, if they're not going to use him outside of this season, or like he's not going to be utilized for an important plot point, then why are they yeah. introducing him now? I think I, that's I think they'll they'll eventually do something Justice League related. I hope so. Like why else? I, I, I was actually just struck with a prediction um, as you were talking. Uh, so they're introducing Superman. And I think it looks like he might be under some sort of mind control somewhere in the early parts of the season. Hmm. My hope would be that the main villain of the series mind controls Superman and Superman's the final fight at the end of season two of Supergirl. Hmm. Like that would be the most poetic battle, and that How would did actually you get that from the trailer. I didn't get that from the trailer. I'm oh, that's, literally just saying that this is like that's what you would do. That that's what I would do. I would like it, the thing is is like I think introducing a character to be like, hey everybody, look here's Superman for two episodes. Now he's gone. Bye. Mm-mm. I think that's really dumb. I, I think do that's too. I think that's uh, it seems very desperate. It seems like just trying to throw someone in there for the sake of throwing them in there, um, and I think that. Like, if a character is... Do you put, think seeing Superman in every episode would be too much, though? Uh, I do, but I also think that... I also think that if he is introduced and does not have a... Integral. Like, an integral role or impact on the actual plot, then I, I my question is, like... Are you so you guys are just throwing him in there just to try to boost ratings? Mm-hmm. And it's like that is not an artistic choice. That is a like a business, a business decision, which like the two need to work hand in hand. And I think that like mm-hmm. that the show will suffer because of that. But I also want to say I think CW understands the superhero genre better than um, many True. other networks. Mm-hmm. And you I know think, what's the most powerful form of marketing? What's that? Uh, word of mouth. Agreed. So if you make your shit good, people will talk about it and they'll go watch it. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things, man. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, that was total word of mouth. Yeah, of I wouldn't have watched that otherwise if I didn't hear people talking about it all the time. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll watch it. I still it. haven't seen it, but everybody keeps bothering me to watch it. Yeah, but you've heard of it. Like, you know about it yeah. and you know that people are saying that it's I good. I just want to take responsibility. I was the first one to watch Stranger Things in this group, so just saying. Thank you. He True. watched it before it was cool. Yep. Fucking goddamn hipster. <laughs> Living. <laughs> I was all over that you know, shit. So somebody in the comments of the last episode was like, "Danny's channeling his inner hipster." I'm like, yeah, dude, I haven't really, I haven't shaved in like four weeks. Hell yeah! Welcome to manhood. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we can grow beards. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> or Jeremy. Sorry, right, Jeremy. You'll get uh, it someday. I'll get it someday. Yeah, I mean, when I'm 80 years old and I'm a martial arts master, <laughs> <laughs> living as a hermit, and you have, like, a like the dude one. from uh, yeah, that, from Kill Bill, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and he just like, <laughs> he just flicks it around after every like punchline. He just, yeah. 
<laughs> and you have to do like his side too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throws his beard to the side. It's not even a beard. It's just like a really long mustache. Really yeah, like it is. No, it's a goatee. Yeah. Oh, a goatee. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But it's just like really thin hair. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That took a ridiculous <laughs> turn. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I really do think that, uh, that uh, what is his name? Superman? Yeah, what, no, what's the actor's name? Uh, I don't, I don't Tyler. Tyler. Tyler Hecklin. Yeah, I think he's a good choice. I think he I looks great. Looks gr- yeah, I agree with that. I feel you know really, what? really bad for how like so, much crap he got in the beginning. One thing I noticed about this trailer is that he seems really charismatic. Yeah. Which, yeah. Is, like, whoa, that, I was taken aback because we're so used to seeing... The stoic. Harry, yeah, the stoic Superman, like, really brooding Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. I I'm, didn't realize what we were missing. The, the what you said about him ripping a shirt like that—that that shot was so sick. He looks I, good as Clark for I will, sure. I will tell you, I love Henry Cavill as Superman. I love him as Superman. Mm-hmm. I love. Me too. Uh, I can't wait for him to to be given more to do mm-hmm. in the DC extended given universe more to work because with. I think that yeah, because I, I feel like he he looks like Superman. Oh, yeah. Totally. He is Superman in terms and like physically. He is a and Superman. I think that he can perform and he just needs to be given more. Um, but like this version of Superman feels like that classic Superman that you are like, yeah, dude, this is uh, look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, no it's, it's Superman. Superman. He feels very Chris Reeve. Oh, wow. Let's hope he doesn't uh, take off his whatever that is and throw it at oh, people. Oh, his cellophane. Throw, throw the, the cellophane logo. <laughs> Dude, cellophane I logo. swear to God, if he does that, I will, I'll watch the show. I, I, I'll, I'll watch like, the this show. This is the best thing, thing ever. Sold. That's all you have <laughs> to do. Throw off the cellophane S, I'm in. It's like, that is that is just the right amount of ridiculous that I need. Yes. <laughs> Did he I have trunks? Agree. Did he have red trunks? Or, or no, I didn't see he it. No, he doesn't, no, he doesn't okay. have he red trunks. Oh, I thought you were talking about Reeves. He has a red belt. Red belt. That's what it was. Okay. There was something. There was a bulky belt. Remember, yeah. you guys yeah, had a problem yeah. with the belt and the boots. Oh yes, yes, bulky? yes. I actually the enjoyed the bulkiness. The yes, the the bulkiness of the belt and the uh, cape. I didn't right even here notice the, it in the, the trailer. The cape. The ik, yeah. The cape. No capes. Okay. I didn't even <laughs> notice the belt in the the trailer. I didn't notice it at all. Me I was looking I don't at. Know if we even saw it. But yeah. I was looking at. Does he have boots? Yeah, red boots. I was looking at his face and hair, like. His like look as Superman. Mm-hmm. That was the thing I was I was I was like I don't know diagnosing or not diagnosing. Um, dissecting. We that was what I was dissecting uh, the most. Is like, all right, does this guy look like Superman? Mm-hmm. And uh, and all signs point to yes for me. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, he looks good. All signs uh, point to Lauderdale. Yeah, as far as the look goes, I'm sold. Uh, now we just got to see performance, but. It's not Superman's show. It's Supergirl's show. Exactly. And I feel like... <laughs> the trailer made it look like Superman's show. Or it made it look like Supergirl and Superman's show. Maybe this trailer was just a Supergirl trailer featuring Superman. Yeah. Like, this is like a character piece for Superman to introduce him into the I next trailer. I see what you're saying. Is like... That's totally... Yeah, you're totally right. I think they're even going to have... Because it's coming out next week, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... I could have done with less shots of Superman and more shots of him talking. So, like... Yeah. Like cut out half of the like appearances and then trade that for one good line of dialogue. Mm-hmm. And like I don't need to see that I think they were just like, look, see here's Superman, look at all these scenes that he's in. But instead it's just like, no, just give me like one scene like quick moment of him just talking to Supergirl. I and wonder saying, if like, all those scenes are really just in like one or two episodes and they just mashed them together because 
it wasn't a very diverse set of locations. Yeah, that's how it usually it is. Yeah, it's in the big. office. Yeah, it's one, like one out on the street, and yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's usually how it is when because this show this season has 24, 23 episodes. Yeah, so yeah, I imagine if, they only have so much material to show. Yeah, let alone. Yeah, well, they're they're still shooting, right? Yeah, 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 they're still shooting, and dude, TV schedule is hectic as fuck. Yeah, yeah, they're editing episodes every week. This is why it's not really fair to compare a show like Supergirl to a show like Stranger Things or even true. the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Very because, true. Because like the Netflix shows are done in the can, edited, complete, shot, edited, visual effects, everything mm-hmm. in the can and done and then released. It's like Supergirl is being shot like year round. Yeah, completely different parameters, yeah, different which, rules, different. What is it yeah. like? Eight or nine months out of the year. Yeah, constantly. Which if kinda, you're casted on one of these shows, you're basically moving to Vancouver. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, you live in Vancouver. Hell Which yeah. is like cool, but it also sucks because it's like, it, you know, we sort of lose the cohesiveness of the stories. You know, there's a lot more filler. Mm-hmm. There's more this and that. Yeah. Like, so much more filler. is why the season can change as it goes on. Yeah. Because the writers in the writer's room will start changing as they get feedback from the audience or, mm-hmm. or the studio as the show is going on. I like the Walking Dead's formula where it's kind of like they have a whole season and there's typically a one long arc, but it's clear that there are two sections of the season. And I like that. You Even like th- that? I do. I hate that. I love that because <laughs> it, it it just seems so much more... <sighs> Less filler, less filler. I feel like if it was all about one thing, there would be at least one or two episodes where I just don't care about. I think, I feel like the thing that you're thinking of is less episodes. So if you're talking about The Walking Dead. It's definitely a combination of both because it's only like 13, 14 episodes. It's literally. For The Walking Dead? Walking Dead is 24. No, it's not. No, it's 16. 16. Oh, 16. 16. Eight eight for the first, eight for the second. Oh, okay. I'm See, pretty now, sure it is. If Last you're talking about like that, then it seems like it's split up into two seasons, like two short seasons, mm-hmm. eight yeah. episodes and eight episodes. So it would make sense because they have a mid-season they finale, yeah. exactly, where it ends for a while. So it kind of wraps up the first half of the season, which is itself its own season. Yeah, I feel like, and that's why it feels like less filler. Mm-hmm. I think we can we can all agree that Game of Thrones does it better than everybody, oh, and yeah. that if every show took a page out of Game of Thrones book. Mm-hmm then shows would, in general, be much better. You see that with the uh, Netflix shows, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Daredevil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 13 episodes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. yeah. 13. Uh, what else? Jessica Jones. Yeah. House 13. of Cards. House of Cards. 11? I don't know. I don't yeah, know how many 12, Stranger Things 11, have. 12. I never uh, Stranger only had eight. Yeah. Stranger yeah, Things eight. has eight episodes. I, and I, that was, like, a perfect <clears throat> little wrap-up. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it told one story, and it... Wrapped it up at the end, but then also left it open for dude. The quality season. of Stranger Things is so high. Oh my god! What is your ideal season length? And I'm not just Eight talking to ten. Yeah, well, because I think the 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 obvious choice is like yeah, whatever Game of Thrones is hitting, like that's that's the thing. <laughs> but like like looking out at, at it a little bit more objectively and not just saying like, and maybe not thinking about budget and how much budget goes into a show. Ideally, if you really like a show. How much? How many episodes do you ideally want? Let's say every show is at the quality of Game of Thrones. Just, just for the sake of argument, all the shows are the quality of Game of Thrones. Would you prefer twenty-four episodes, quality of Game of Thrones, or like a shorter season, like six to eight episodes? I'd like ten to twelve. Like that's that's. I like the length of Daredevil because I get to spend thirteen hours with these people. Like mm-hmm. I really really like that. Mm-hmm. And The Walking Dead is maybe a little bit too long. 
because some t- some episodes do feel like they drag. Mm-hmm, Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, I'm always wanting more. It doesn't matter how many. You can put 35 episodes in a season. I'll always want more. Yeah, it's a problem with Game of Thrones. It's just too goddamn good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, like 10, oh, yeah. ep- 10 episodes, I feel like, is a little bit too short. But uh, based off of... Now what, it's going to be shorter the next couple of seasons. Yeah, like eight episodes. Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't, isn't, well, isn't the, the episode longer? In length, isn't it going to be like an hour and fifteen? That's to an hour what and I was half? speculating, but I don't. No one's confirmed that. I think there might be longer episodes, but I don't know if they've confirmed that every episode will yeah. be longer. I do not think that's smart. If they do not make the episode longer, I do not. I would at imagine least they just would. by like fifteen minutes, just to basically just um compensate. Thank you. Compensate. Yeah. Just to compensate. I don't know. Man. I mean, I mean Tony, if it doesn't gotta, need to be longer, then it shouldn't be longer. You also have to look at. At like what they'll be doing, they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're probably going to shorten this the next season. It's like, why are they doing that? Because it's the expensive. budget is probably going to be funneled into like probably two episodes of the season are going to be the Battle of the Bastards. Well, each or, episode has a hundred million. Yeah, I was gonna say, or, or like oh, at least five episodes is going to be like episode? really heavy. Yeah. Where did you? That's hear? a speculation. Yeah. Speculation that each episode is a hundred million. Yeah. Oh that's, my god, no, no, that's impossible. No, that's, no, no, that's no, twice no, as no, much no. as Deadpool. That's insane. That's a feature length film. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> Tony, Christ. what are you talking about? No, like I'm sorry. 100 million, 100 million for like the whole over, the, over the season, yeah. Okay, oh, 100 million for the season. That's what I meant, that yeah. makes a lot more oh, sense. Dude. I'm gonna say. I was like, what? You're telling me HBO is sinking a whole feature length blockbuster budget into each episode of a show. The fact that they're sinking. The fact if they sink 100 million into the entire season is is still like god it's one for show a, for a tv show for a tv show <laughs> yeah. dude well i mean look at how much how, was the avengers like 300 million which i don't even know civil war sorry civil war oh, civil war civil got, it war. might as well be the avengers <laughs> yeah for real 250 yeah i feel like it was 250 million dollars the entire lord of the rings trilogy 500 million yeah I I'm think, not surprised. I think The Hobbit might be a little more. Stunting is a Hobbit. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> oh, the trilogy of The Hobbit was more? Yeah. How much? Because everything was CG. It better not be more than $500 million. I don't know. But that's really disappointing if they spent that much money. I hear that it was a little bit more than Lord of the Rings. Oh, my God. Well, think, think about why Game of Thrones costs so much. They're all They're shooting, shooting on location. They have, yep. to, they have to lug all their crew, all their equipment there. Yeah. Like, that shit can't be cheap. Yeah, no, I think not to mention that they have to pay, they their, shoot pay them all. several units at a time yeah. in, on location. Like, how much more expensive can a studio get? Well, yeah. don't, don't forget, like, the, you know, the little details that nobody else sees or respects, uh, the visual effects, yeah. mm-hmm. which is, like, the visual effects are... Not only some of the best I've ever seen for a TV show, uh, they in general are like Just, Hollywood studio movie, like blockbuster film level quality. Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, better than. I, have, I have an eye for CG. I do VFX. Like when you do VFX, you can see bad VFX, oh, yeah. especially with TV. I can see that all the time. The Battle of the Bastards, I was like, pretty seamless. What? what where are the visual? Like which? What part of this is visual effects, and what part of it is is Practical, not real really, like yeah. what's right ra- what's practical and what's visual i, I, I can't tell life? it's so good dude hella mpc and pixamondo they are legit yeah oh my gosh legit so good as balls but i also wanted to say shout out to the set the set designers mm-hmm. 
Uh, and production and, designers. And the costume designers. The costumes, mm. I don't think, get enough credit. Because if you look at those things, like, zoom in. Oh, yeah. The intricate details yep. are like, yep. nobody's even going to see that. Nope. But like you the, do the, it anyway. No, you're right, though. All of the, de- all of the technical, it, like, the costumes, the makeup, the, the props... The sets, they're all so It's like when you go to Disneyland, it's like these small little details that you just mm-hmm. overlook but because you're so used to it because mm-hmm. the expectation had been set from you day one. You see, see it, but you feel it. You feel yeah. it. Because exactly. if it's not there, you feel like something's missing. Well, it's exactly. because you feel embedded in the world. And then mm-hmm. you absolutely... The thing that I love about it is in Game of Thrones, you can tell who the wealthy are and who the poor are because you can see it in their clothing. Mm-hmm. Like, remember the... Um, you hear it in their accents, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you can tell, like, just from the way they talk. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, I think I, 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 I misquoted that. I believe that I did some kind of speculation with someone, and someone said that it's going to be $10 million an episode, mostly due to the fact that every um, large cast member who is uh, part of that world that gets... Uh, screen time and dialogue is paid at least five hundred thousand. They've all most a lot have been nominated, yeah. so I imagine that up. Yeah, like as every the single one go price on, tag, at least their salaries grand. get bigger. Yeah, Amelia Clark was like, "I'm not doing nudes anymore," and then so she, like, and they were like, "Well, I guess there's nothing we can really do about that because yeah. <laughs> she's renegotiating a contract, says she doesn't want to get naked anymore, but she did in the last season. Mm-hmm. So, but you didn't see it. No, you saw it. Oh yeah, really? you saw it. Yeah, yeah, she was." Full but frontal. it was but it was a, it was an empowering moment. It wasn't her oh, character wasn't oh, yeah. being oh in the fire objectified. Yep. Yeah, yeah. In the fa- yeah, I remember. Which I is thought, like I thought she only I thought you like couldn't see it because queen. the fire yas was queen. Oh no, you no, saw. No. Yeah, she was. <laughs> you guys were like, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I, I remember I, I remember I was watching it with my friend and we were like, uh, and she was like, oh, uh, did she did she end up? getting nude is that a body double because we actually talked about it because we were like wait I thought she had something in her contract that said she wouldn't do it anymore so I think like that's why when we saw it we're like is it a body double or is it is that her because specifically she made a huff about not not doing that anymore Mm -hmm. so I was was just interested in in what what actually happened was it was it nudes or was it nude in a sexual scene I she just said in her contract that she doesn't want to show her boobs anymore Mm. which is like well, I mean, uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, you're in control of your own body. Yeah, so. I don't really like. In fact, the nude scenes in Game of Thrones usually make me uncomfortable because I yeah, usually the like bo- be... boobs do not push the plot forward. I'm yeah, sorry. it's it's literally <laughs> just like, hey, you want to see like some naked people? I'm good with the violence, but like the nudity is just like I'm good with the violence. <laughs> no, like, but you're right. Like it'll just put. America is so different. America is okay with ultra violence, yeah, but, but not no, okay not with nudity. Not nudity. But the nudity then is everywhere else in the world. Nudity is normal, and that ultra violence is prohibited. Like, yeah. This yeah. isn't good. The nudity is fine. It's just when it gets gratuitous and for no reason. It's just like, yeah, here's naked girls for the sake of it, and I like, I get Boobs. like, sometimes it's for world building, but like in the earlier seasons specifically, it was gratuitous. Yeah, like, there, there are two were scenes that I can naked. recall. One scene, uh, one scene with gratuitous violence, one scene with gratuitous sexuality. So one scene, uh, uh, Papa Lannister was skinning an animal and giving his son like a scolding mm-hmm. and a lesson, and then the other scene, uh, little really? little finger. I didn't was, find that to be gratuitous at all. That was gratuitous as hell. You could hear him skinning an yeah, animal, and it was graphic. It was disgusting. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, it was but that, that, that's world building. Like that's not that's not like that, okay. If that's he was skinning, life. skinning a human, 
would have been very opinions. I feel like you could have gotten the point across of him just skinning an animal without putting the noise in there. And him, <laughs> a close-up of him pulling the skin off of the tender meat. You're just like, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> so like, then the other scene was Littlefinger literally telling these two prostitutes how to do their job. Yeah, that was while weird. they're like banging each other. That was weird. Yeah, it was really weird for that me. That shit was graphic. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was really graphic. But like, my thing for both of those scenes were. First of all, like the skinning of the was it the goat? Was it a goat? It was a, I think it was a deer. It was deer? a deer. So yeah, he's yeah. like skinning a deer. Yeah, it was. It was specific, I remember because the Brathians. Yeah, yes. that shows you two things. Two things right there. He was skinning a, a, a deer or a stag, which is the sigil of the Brathians, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is, I think. Uh, uh, Symbolism. Symbolism. Yes. First off. Second off, it shows that Tywin Lannister isn't afraid to get his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's that this is a man who's not just a lord, but a man who, when he needs to get something done, he will skin his own deer. And I think that actually says something about his character. Yeah. The thing that I'm one. talking about is like when you're just walking around, you see characters in Flea Bottom and they're just naked. And you're like, no, that's the best guy. Do they need, do they need to be naked right now? <laughs> what? Like, but also, yeah, like, skinning opinion. a deer, yeah, like, it's not like he's just doing it just to do it. Like, he's doing it for food. Like, no, this is I understand that. I'm it, not, this is real life. I'm not saying these scenes are pointless. I'm just giving examples of gratuitous things that yeah, don't yeah. need that to be him as gratuitous yeah, as he, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's like, not, he's, he's, the argument wasn't he wasn't. He, so what's the definition of gratuitous so, for okay, you? Let, 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 me, let, me, let me rephrase this. Okay. If someone else is watching the show, like, let's say I'm watching the show with my dad. Okay. And this is his first time watching it. He's not going to be paying attention to anything that Taiwan is saying. He's going to be like, "Wow, this is violent." He's just skinning this animal. Okay. Huh. Some people are just going to do that. Some people are going to be distracted by ca- what's happening hey, versus what's being to said. Go, to kind of argue that point, what you're saying, what Danny was saying was that that was actually your introduction to Tywin Lannister, which was, was very, yeah. Is it the first time you see him? Yes. I'm pretty sure it is. That was oh, a, man. That, that's had, a great introduction. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah, that makes total sense now. Well, yeah, that's one of, that was the line, dude. That was his line. He said, um, a lion does not, what does he say? A lion, lion does not consider himself the opinion of sheep. Yeah. And that's oh. how that scene ends and you're like, Damn. <laughs> Damn. Well, like, great he like throws the knife down after he says yeah. that and then like yeah. wipes his hands off and you're just like Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And you're just like this Tywin Danister character is is a real guy. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Tywin Danister? Nope. Father of Jamie Danister and Tyrion Danister. You keep saying this. I don't uh, think it means what you think it means. Also <laughs> the, the the grandfather of uh, of Joffrey Danister? No, no, I'm sorry. That's what? That's Baratheon. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that's not gonna for that one. I mean, I mean no, it's no, no. inaccurate, but it's ac- it's accurate. It's, Spoilers it's for accurate. Game of Thrones. Anyway, anyway, wow, we got we went down the rabbit hole with Game of Thrones there. Game hey, of Thrones. Uh, do we have any questions from the the face of the book? Let's 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 pull some questions. We're gonna answer some questions. What if guys? What if we started doing like, like segments I, of the show? I feel where like we're like say something. The first half of the show we like talked about TV. The second half of the show we talked about movies. Third half of the show we took audience questions. Like. That's cool. Well, I hope everybody saw the flaw in what I just said. I said the first half of the show we talk about TV, the second half of the show we talk about movies, and then the third half yeah, of the show we no, take three halves. questions. It's three halves: half man, half bear, half, half pig, half spaghetti, man bear pig, man bear pig. All right, Josiah White, you are all super awesome, and I love everything you make. What up, Josiah? This That's a have, good question. This may have been asked before, but who in your lives have inspired you to create? Or encourage you towards being better in your lives. Wow! Like who? Probably my mom. Wow! Yeah. Straight away for, oh, for yeah. both answers, or just to to be better. 
just be better in general, I guess. Yeah? Yeah. What 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 did you get from your mom to teach you that? My genes. <laughs> that's oh, denim. <laughs> hey, that denim. God. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Like, do just, you look up to her, or is it something that she taught you, or is it no, like... No, she's pretty short, but I feel like... Jeremy? <laughs> I want you to fuck the fuck off. <laughs> I'm trying. Jeez. Uh, Jeez, you guys. Jeez. Getting Jeremy to answer a question. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Freaking endeavor every time. I don't know what exactly it is, but I guess it's because, well, I've talked about this before. Like, she and actually my whole family on all sides. Like, they didn't leave a third world country and drop everything and leave their world behind so I could start my world here and have it be in vain. Right. Mm -hmm. So anytime I'm like, oh, I'm tired, I can't do this, or it, I have a problem, I think, wait a minute, my mom and my family jumped in a little banana boat, rode out 50 miles into the ocean, and then... Uh, like f literally just floated all the way to the Philippines first, and then took a flight wow. from there to Hawaii. Got where their are papers. you? Where are your parents from? Vietnam. Vietnam. I didn't know that. <laughs> this entire time, I had never knew How, that where story. Did you think he was from? I don't. He doesn't talk about things with me. Okay, Danny. What are you talking? <laughs> You've never told me this Tony, story. I'm Vietnamese. Oh, where do you I think know you're Vietnamese. <laughs> I didn't know your parents did that to get oh, here. My mom's side of the family did that. My dad's side of the family moved to france uh i did know that yes and so no judge there he moved to hawaii and that's where they met wow that's yeah. awesome dude that's great yeah respect that answer respect, respect. on my name okay. what about you noli uh let's see what was noli what, what inspired me to create um i would say generally speaking love generally speaking yes generally speaking <laughs> I would say General <laughs> Lee speaking. Oh God, y'all, y'all the worst. The worst. Uh, I guess, I guess, love made me inspired to create. Anytime that I like liked someone, I wanted to make something for them, and I didn't realize that until very recently, actually. Mm. Was and, it the get down that informed you of this? No, of this? no, no, no. It was, it was a, a campfire discussion with some friends. Really? Yes. Oh, you're not being facetious. No, not at Sensational. all. Sensational. <laughs> For once. <laughs> For once, guys. Mark this moment. You know what? I also agree to that. Yeah? Because I feel that way. Because I love my mom. Cool. And I guess even with other people, like friends and stuff like that, and family, mm -hmm. and people I like, like, I get inspired to create. Yeah. Like, Feeling okay, bud? some of you guys, uh, uh, Christina and Alyssa, like, mm -hmm. anytime I take pictures of Christina, like, I get inspired to create new images That's cool. and ideas and stuff like that. That is cool. So, Hell yeah. That's definitely an inspiration. Hell yeah. What about you, Dan Joe, Unchained? What was the question again? What inspired you cr to create or... Who inspired yeah, you to sorry. create? Who inspired you to create or to better your life? Um, I mean... I don't know. It's uh, it, it comes from a lot of places. I think uh, for me, uh, you know, I I grew up in a family of uh, of entrepreneurs, people who have like started their own business. Like I think like 
uh, my dad, my mom, my brother, and I all have our own businesses. And yeah. uh, and that's shepherds like, are killing it. It's just one of those things where it's like we are we're just kind of like that kind of uh, family where it's like, you know, we are pretty independent and like doing things the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and and that's how you learn that, that, that. I think that's like the beginning of like where it comes down to. But it's also like uh, my whole life, I've always wanted to, uh, you know, kind of make an impact on on people on the world around me and mm-hmm. uh and try to i think uh i, I always say I, I always say with our minute matchups and everything like i want to try to make a a different a larger difference eventually that's more than just like a intimate personal one but mm-hmm. uh my goal is like if we just make one person's day better with our videos uh then that's we that's succeeded. a huge that's a huge win yeah like yeah if mm-hmm. we just make one person's day better if we just if somebody who is depressed listens to this podcast and feels better uh, than we did our job. Because, you know, I remember being like <clears throat> going through a really rough time when I was younger and uh, and then just feeling like really, really alone and uh, and really, really, uh, I don't know, uh, just kind of depressed all the time. And uh, and. Uh, you know, this is like an outlet for me mm-hmm. to be able to create yeah. and do something. And it actually is kind of like been an outlet for me too. Yeah. Like tell me you guys don't get a little bit of sad and depressed when you have nothing to do. Like I'm totally oh, yeah. a workaholic. So when See, I'm not working, I, I, I was sad. like that too. And I just realized that I used to watch YouTube when it first came out or mm. like other little forums. What's YouTube? I don't know, but I hear it's a big website, mm. but like there are other websites pre YouTube that also hosted like small videos oh, and yeah. little forums like that. And mm-hmm. I used to do that. And that was my outlet yeah. and introduction to filmmaking. Okay. So I can see how other people now watch our podcast or watch our videos can get yeah. that same mm-hmm. uh, route, I guess. I, st- I started writing because I like, I started writing for therapy actually. Like yeah. I, I, at one point in my life I was seeing a therapist and it just wasn't working. I, whatever the format was just wasn't working. And then I found writing to be like the outlet to like, I could just spill everything out. It's more therapeutic. Totally. That's and a reflective. Yeah. See, taking pictures for me is like that. Yeah. Yeah. Batman Nightwing was made because I totally got like dumped by a girl. And I remember uh, that. Yeah. Me and Jeremy were at the gym and I was like totally like rocked by it. And uh, and I was like, I don't know, you know, like I just want to, I just want to do something. I just want to get my mind off of it. Hey, you want to do Nightwing? Yeah. So we <laughs> we basically like Batman Nightwing was born of heartbreak. Damn. And uh, essentially, Ismahawk was born of heartbreak. Yeah. I mean, Ismahawk was still like kind of a thing at that time because we had put out the Aladdin video True. prior and to the that. Green Lantern. And we were planning on making videos, but like uh, that that like that situation definitely like pushed me to. Like start being more aggressive, and then after Batman Nightwing kind of became a hit. That's I, I mean, a hit. I watch that video, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, my stomach. I can't believe we made. You watch this. that video, and you want to hit yourself. Yeah. yeah. The, the funny thing, me and Jeremy knew that video was bad the second we put oh it up. I know God. a lot of people out there love it, and if you guys love it, like, I freaking love you. I knew it was bad the minute I <clears throat> copied the footage from the memory card over. I was like, we oh looked boy. at the footage, and we're like, <sighs> actually, no, I knew it was bad the minute I hit record. <laughs> We looked at each other and we're like, I guess we, I guess we upload it now. Yeah. <laughs> I literally said, I was looked at it and I literally said, literally said, 
Dan, you just gotta upload it, man. You just gotta yeah. do it. Because I was like, no, it's not perfect yet. And no, he's like, you just gotta do gonna, it. It's not gonna be perfect. <laughs> it's like, not just, gonna just get any better than this. Just do it. Which was, you know, uh, one of the one of the best things I think you ever did was because, like, I probably would have kept working on it, and we cut the cord, we put it out, and the video went viral because of the timing was right. And uh, now that video has like three million views. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What about you, Tonto? Like, God. Uh. You know, I feel like that's kind of like a constant evolution for me. I used to feel like uh, for a long time, uh, I used to feel like it was more of like a legacy for me. But now it's it's a little different. Um, mostly it's just I'm extremely competitive. Mm-hmm. I've noticed of myself oh, yeah. of recently. <laughs> I'm extremely competitive. And I never... Yeah, dude. Tr- yeah, no, I'm super competitive. Uh, and it's probably one of the reasons why I don't play video games with you guys because um, you'll beat me and then I'll kill you. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, we're starting a... a no, we're, we're probably going to start a playing. gaming show on the second channel. I'm, I'm, Tony. I'm, I'm not playing. Tony yeah. and, and Noel and possibly another. It's a different man named Tony. It's not me. No, it's, it's you. you. <laughs> it's going to be great. You're going to have a lot of fun. You're probably going to lose a lot. You're going to get real mad. It's going to be really funny for the audience. And, uh, and yeah. I hate losing well, did, you guys. Oh, didn't we say we wanted to do a Patreon? I'm, I'm so sorry to cut you off. You're fine. Didn't we say we wanted to do a Patreon goal where uh if we reach a certain number tony will dress up like superman and play superman 64 for a minimum of three hours oh, and we record it and then like cut it down but dude, I'm isn't sorry. that like one of the worst games ever made yeah oh god uh, dude, you're gonna get <laughs> no, so frustrated et is the worst game ever made uh, yeah but like superman 64 is like he actually really likes superman so just watching oh, that okay. it's just like that'd be funny yeah i'm sorry continue what you were saying it's a constant evolution it, for i you. mean i feel like uh I, I mean it's obviously different now it's mostly uh obviously for my daughter and and Carissa um but I always feel that I have this really crazy anxiety that I'm being complacent in my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I feel that's always like a huge push for me mm-hmm. it's just like I feel like we only get so much time to mm-hmm. actually do something mm-hmm. yeah um and and those there's only very l- l- finite palpable moments in your life that you need to move forward upon mm-hmm. and you need to and you need to utilize within that moment and move forward and this last year has been absolutely nuts for me yeah, um, I, bet. um I, I think i think honestly nuts for like everybody here in this room mm. um yep and i kind of a lot of it i used to be my family and it's mostly honestly it's like you know the guys that i work with you know it's the people that i work with at uh, my day job it's the people that i work with in film and mm. also too um the humbling um, idea that I'm a very small fish in a very big pond. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. always a very big push for me. It's just like, dude, I am so small. Yeah. And that for me is in a way kind of refreshing. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't mean that like in a sense that like, oh, I'm, I'm so big and badass or that I was at one point. But honestly, I feel like I would kind of almost kind of toot my horn in my head a little mm-hmm. bit yeah. to try to overcompensate yeah. sometimes. And as of recently, at least this last year for me, it's been mostly like, no, dude, like you're not that cool. Yeah, you <laughs> see that we not- go to VidCon, you just see that we are, um, we are like these tiny, tiny people amongst titans. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like we were, we were on set for that. I know exactly what you mean because I felt that when we were on set for our new the new project we're working on, the new, new minute matchup, and we're on set with 
with Austin Creed, aka Xavier Woods from a, you know WWE professional wrestler. Your boy. <laughs> I, I Justine is there. Like yeah. our friends Greg, Greg Miller, and Tim Geddes from Kind of Funny. Uh, uh, Mari Takahashi from Smosh Games. Like mm-hmm. you look at these people and you're like, dude, their audience. Like I have tw- almost twelve thousand followers on Twitter, and Mari has four hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like, God, Damn. I am so like, dude, I am, yeah. I am like. Because I, I'm one of the, I'm the only member of Ismahawk who's actually in the video, mm. and out of everybody's in the video, I am by far the least the popular, least, the yeah. least known, which is like hilarious because it's like, dude, everyone is just like so yeah. much bigger, and I'm just like, uh, you put it in perspective. I feel, I feel bad. Mari has four hundred fifty thousand. PewDiePie has eight million on Twitter. Yeah, God, Whoa. over eight million. Like, can you see my? Can you see my eyes? Actually. Eight point six. Even if you just take out the eight million, he still has more than Mari. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Wow. So also, um, just to kind of wrap that up. Also, um, there's this little saying that always sticks in my head when I think about um, what I do on a daily basis, um, and it comes from a quote that uh, Steve Jobs said, and he says, "I, I want to leave the world better." than what I came into mm-hmm. it as. Mm-hmm. I want to leave the better, I want to leave a world better than what, I want to leave the world better than what, how I found it. How I found it. Mm. And that's like, for me, I'm constantly searching of a way that I can leave my mark on this earth before it's my time to go. Mm-hmm. And I know that's like really deep and like super kind of dark in a way, but for me it's it's kind of settling that like, hey look, like you're gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna figure it out, you just gotta keep moving forward. Um, you know, going off of what you said about you being small fish in a very big pond, I feel like that's a reason why I don't like praise or people saying, oh, your cinematography is great. It's not. Like, have you seen any movies out there <laughs> recently? <laughs> have you watched TV Jeremy, learn how to take a compliment, man. That's like, like you, you really got to learn no, how to take a compliment. Maybe it's a cultural thing growing up. Uh, in my family, like it maybe it's an Asian thing. I don't know, but like if you get an A, you're not praised for it. It's expected of you. So wow. okay, like if I do good in something, okay, good job. That's expected that you do well and you try your best. If you do anything less, then it's like you're not living up to your full potential. That's that's, that's interesting because that's exactly how my dad sees it. Hmm. Like that's so interesting that's because why I'm like whenever I shoot something, whenever I do anything, like that's expected of me to be doing well and not like anything less mm-hmm. at all. That's why if you say, "Oh, your cinematography is good," thanks, but like it could be so much better. I know where where that thinking comes from. I understand because you it's that idea of that like if if because where I come from, I was constantly given praise, so mm-hmm. it was a little bit different for me. Because I grew up with a Southern family who. Um, the generation before them had only women. So they had, then the generation after them had mostly young men. Mm-hmm. So having young women grow up to into women, have young men, it's kind of like they just tooted our horns all the time. Like, oh my okay. gosh. So in a sense, you it's almost like you kind of don't want that mindset to settle in. Because when you do, you're then... You're not, yeah, you're not pushing forward any longer mm-hmm. because what you're doing is you're kind of settling in a way. Because you're like, oh, I'm good. You know, I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, and then you try yeah. to, then you coast. 
So I, I understand where that's coming from. It needs ne- neither extremes are good, mm-hmm. right? And like, but then even playing into the film community here in Vegas, I feel like because of the fact that UNLV film kind of cradles you, and, and like, no matter what you do, especially even if it's not your best, mm-hmm. people, the professors will be, still be like, "Oh my god, this is so good," or blah blah blah. Like, they don't give you constructive criticism in a way that the internet gives you constructive yeah. criticism. Oh, and you no, are so Nobody knocks you down quite like the internet. Yeah, <laughs> but it also keeps you in check because you're not going to be striving for more. Everyone I know, or most people, let's say, at UNLV that I know, yes, they do good stuff, but they're, they've plateaued. They haven't gotten anywhere mm-hmm. in a way that... Is truly pushing their Yeah, their they're not pushing they're their limits them, yeah. they're not testing their limits they're just i, I really do think that has to do with the person as well you know it's no, like it definitely has to do with the person too but i'm saying like the kind of environment that you're growing in yeah also kind of dictates how you think mm-hmm. they're not yeah, putting I, themselves in a situation where they can be given true negative feedback well, there needs to be a balance of well, not negative feedback just criticism in general like constructive criticism mm-hmm. because now they're not gonna look back at what they've done and then try and improve on the next project they're just making if they even make anything at all it's just like these little inside jokes but inherently isn't that the uh, like the biggest flaw is that like look people give us construct uh, constructive criticism all the mm-hmm. time people also give us a lot of praise all the time does that stop us from wanting to push to the next level like if people could kiss our ass and tell us we make the best content on the internet yeah and we would still push it every yeah. single time not because Absolutely. yeah not because like oh uh somebody's shooting us down or telling us we did bad mm-hmm. or somebody's telling us we did good it's because us as people want to grow from it and so it's like it, it really is a balance uh, i think i had a lot of that growing up because my dad was very much the authoritarian very much like mm-hmm. hey like you get good grades because it's your job to get good grades and then my yeah. mom was very like cradling and, and took you know yeah but uh, the fact that you did grow up in that kind of environment like we i feel like even us as people even if we didn't get constructive criticism from youtube or anywhere on the internet like we'd still be pushing for it because of who we are but we are who we are because of where we grew up yeah. and how we were raised we're a product of our environment yeah exactly our- so it's kind of saying the same thing as if the if unlv if you go to unlv film and that's your environment to grow up in like you're not getting the same push that you would be if you had someone or anything in your life that kind of gave you that constructive criticism right. to listen to. Give you an LV, UNLV film a little credit, though. They have, there are some professors there who will... Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I had a professor named Mark May, and mm-hmm. he straight up told us, hey, 9 out of 10 of you are gonna fail. And you're just yeah. like, Mark May That's is awesome. harsh as fuck. But, like, he didn't say it like that. But he basically <laughs> implied, like, hey, oh, yeah. most of you guys are going to fail because you don't have what it takes to get into this industry because this industry is one of the hardest in the world because everybody wants to do it because it, it is fun because it is creative it is awesome everything about this industry is something that anything most in the creative arts. people yeah in the arts is something that people want to do and there's so much saturation and he's like if you don't bust your ass if you don't fight for your position then someone else is going to take it from you mm-hmm. and that person's going to be when you're sleeping that person's working and when 
And when you're working, that person's working. When you're eating, they're working. And they're going to take everything from you mm-hmm. if you don't fight for it. And I like he was my favorite professor that I've ever had because he was so real. And then after we came out with Nightwing, he came to the premiere and he told me he was proud of me. And that shit meant a lot. Yeah. That meant a lot. Like So, like, yeah, he gave me praise. And it didn't make me want to... Uh, stop working hard it actually made me want to work harder because someone that i really respect finally gave me the the praise and admiration that i really wanted and makes me want to work harder because i'm like i respect the hell out of that man he made me the filmmaker i am today and it was because he basically was just real with us and it's like that's most people aren't real with you david waltman and i like he was my professor and that's how he told it too like he told you like it is and how the industry works and if you don't fight for it you're not going to get it yeah. and if you don't push yourself then you're not going to get it yeah you know madonna actually had a quote that my mom used to tell me all the time whenever i get down on myself and she said uh madonna used to give this uh this like speech to her to her uh like dancers and her crew and stuff whenever she was giving a performance and she said you know what there are so many people out there who are better dancers than me they're better singers than me they're better looking than me they're better everything than me but you know what i'm not interested in that i'm interested in selling the most concert tickets i'm interested in selling the most albums and it's just like and it like it really goes it like that that's the thing there no matter what and if you're out there and you're trying to do something creative it, or anything in general and you're pushing yourself to do it know that there will always be someone better than you there will always be someone who has naturally gifted at what you're doing but there is no substitute for hard work because you can take talent and you could drive that right into the ground or you can work your ass off and turn that talent, mm-hmm. turn that lack of talent into skill, into raw skill. The difference between talent and skill is talent is something you're born with. Skill is something that you fucking earn. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you work hard enough, then you can get wherever you want to be because I don't have any talent whatsoever. I am an untalented. I you was, have to work yeah. smarter Stupid. and hard. <laughs> it's not just... <laughs> Work harder, you have to work smarter, too. Yeah. It's not work smarter or harder. It's both. Yeah. Because guess what? Like you said, we have a limited time, limited time here on Earth. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the faster you can get stuff done while working harder, the faster you can get to your next, your next goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never have just one goal. If you reach your goal, set another goal, yeah. by the way. You if keep you reach working. your goal and it's easy for you to reach, then your goals aren't... You're not setting goals that are uh, are high enough mm-hmm. it's like uh set a goal which is like up here and be like that is my ultimate goal that's where i want to be and then say i'm right here so uh, uh if you're listening to the audio I, <laughs> I, I raised my hand very high and then i, and then I put it very low <laughs> yeah stupid. sorry i'm sure that wasn't clear uh but um but then set goals that are incrementally mm-hmm. like to the next stage every time that eventually get you to that goal that's on the ceiling. A ladder of goals. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's that's how we are with this Mahawk. Every single video is a new goal. Every single time we're trying to do something, every project that Jeremy <laughs> does cinematography for, every V effect I do, every time I perform in something, it's always like, okay, how can we make this better than the last? How can we, how can we touch people in a way that we haven't? <laughs> Say, uh, but like, how can we, how can we influence people in a way that we weren't able to before how can we create a piece of content that can be perceived as as art but still be entertainment because you can have entertainment that is not art and you can have art that is not entertainment and i think the perfect film in my opinion is a film that can meld both together mm-hmm. it's like, like 2001 a space odyssey 
go to hell. <laughs> uh, I think I think what Christopher Nolan does is a perfect uh, blend of art meets entertainment. And I, I think there, there's some there's some directors in Hollywood that I think are just like these like masturbatory like self-satisfying mm-hmm. self-gratifying art pieces that always win the Academy Awards and I'm like they're good movies but are they entertaining? No. Uh, and it's like is that what movies are for? I guess. Uh, you know, I depends, thought I thought it movies, also depends on like what kind of filmmaker you are and what yeah. kind of movies or what movies mean to you mm-hmm. and what your interests yeah. are. Totally. But like I so it's also important to note that if you want to be a filmmaker or anyone who works in the arts mm. that if you want to get into an industry that's dependent on how many people see your stuff you also need to think about how to market to them or mm-hmm. how to make stuff that appeals to a larger audience mm-hmm. because if you hone your skills as a filmmaker and you make the perfect film so-called perfect film and no one sees it did you really make a perfect film? Yeah. Does the perfect film even exist? I mean, film is subjective. No. Well, so I'm just saying as yeah, yeah, yeah. an example. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really just stating an existential yeah, no. question there. Anything really. in the arts, anything that's like opinion-based is yeah. all subjective. But I'm saying but, like, even that's, if that's you the make... Thing. Uh, art isn't finished unless it's being viewed. So like yeah. one would make a that. perfect film if the perfect film isn't being seen by anyone. Yes. Now we're getting into like some philosophical shit. Yeah. (laughs) But like, no, it's important to note because I see a lot of people trying to make it in this industry Mm -hmm. and they're, they've been working really hard for so long. They're getting a little, uh, bitter about it uh, because, and they get burnt out Mm -hmm. saying that I've been working really hard for so long. How come these people are making it like so much faster than I am and I can't even live off of the money that I'm making doing this kind of thing. Yep. Well, you also have to think about like who's watching your stuff? How are you going to get people to watch your stuff? Because as you're trying to hone your marketing skills, which is really important in this industry, mm-hmm. you're also honing your technical skills mm-hmm. and yep. your creative skills. Like all of these need to blend together. That's why if you're not happy about where you are in your career, look at how to change it to get more people to see what you're doing yeah. mm-hmm. because also, this is an industry that's dependent on how many people see your stuff yeah exactly also to all you auteurs out there who are uncompromising on your visions and are difficult to work with uh good luck because that that mentality to have is incredibly off-putting <laughs> yeah you need to be collaborative yeah if you're not making is a collaborative yeah. art mm-hmm. yep and if you're not willing to collaborate and you're unmoving in your vision then filmmaking should just be your hobby and not your career yeah have a vision for sure but don't be uncompromising being uncompromising is the quickest way to start fights with your crew uh if you're making films with your friends it's a great way to uh start lose fights friends. yeah it's a great way to lose friends <laughs> uh i can't tell you how many times i was like making videos before you guys who i'd be on a set and trying to get my friends my you know my friends at the time to to like take it seriously and they wouldn't and it was just like really really frustrating because i'd be working with people who were really my really good friends but were totally just like blowing this off as something that was like dumb and silly and now those same people are hitting me up constantly being like hey uh, i'd love to be in one of your videos i'd love to be in one of your videos and it's like dude like where were you when i needed you Mm -hmm. uh when i needed your help and respect yeah when i need you to respect my set you know when we were 16 i mean i know that i know that's like a sort of a bitter perspective there but at the same time it's like you know, uh, it's just one thing to take into consideration yeah. when you're creating something is like be 
collaborative. And if your friends aren't working with you on your set, if you're having trouble building your crew, then start real small and just start doing stuff with you and maybe a friend. Ismahawk started as me and Jeremy in a parking garage. It was just me and Jeremy. And then I think uh, two of our friends helped out one of the three days. Mm-hmm. And But other than that, it's 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 it was us until Tony and Noel came along. So, you know, it's a, something to keep in mind as well. Mm-hmm. And something to keep in mind in regards to me and Noel, uh, if you want something bad enough, take it seriously enough. Yeah. Take it seriously enough. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be an actor. That's it. That's all it was. I just wanted it. And I'm not saying that I'm I'm where I want to be right now within not my career. Uh, but I'm on my way. Yeah. And it, it I mean it definitely wasn't easy to get where I'm at. And that's okay. It's probably going to get harder. Cool. Bring it on, dude. Yeah. But at that point, so you get stronger. Take it take it seriously, man. Like if you want it, don't don't talk yourself out of it. I feel like that's so easy to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. easy to talk yourself out of something that is out of your scope of understanding at that moment in your life. It's so easy to be like, this is totally mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone, yeah. so I'm just gonna close up and pretend like it's not important at all. Oh my gosh, could you imagine, could you mm-hmm. imagine being someone listening to this show who's like a filmmaker, and they're like only in junior high, and it's like, oh, how envious I am of being in your position in the world we live in now. You have so much opportunity, oh my God, so yeah. much at your disposal that we didn't have. Like me and Jeremy were editing crap on mini DV tapes. None of oh you guys my. don't even know what that means. God. Dude, I was just at his help. <laughs> okay. I was just at his house helping him color grade some stuff, and like the technology that we have at our fingertips yeah. now is stupid. Like I, I literally turned around to you and said, "If we were doing this just a few years ago, this would, would have be, been impossible. Yep. Yeah. Like we couldn't be doing what we were doing our, right our now." Our newest minute matchup is be, looks better than some early two thousands movies. Yeah, and <laughs> that's straight like up that's not even tooting our own horn. That's that's actually saying the that's technology techno- yeah. has gotten. We're so, complimenting technology, not us. Yeah, <laughs> technology has gotten so good that you're producing Hollywood level effects and visuals that back in the early 2000s and in the impossible. 90s, like this is not something that you could do with a freaking yep. home camera. Nah, man. The new iPhone has like depth yep. of field control, yeah, for God's f- sake. It has like, a smart analysis built into the software for depth of field it's like, production. It's, it's in a freaking phone, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> if, you are, if you are a... I, we, At one we, point, we just had a two-way pager. Dude, it's like we're... No. all pagers. <laughs> if you're a filmmaker out there, or you're a kid, and you're just like, I want to make movies, and I want to do this for the rest of my life. Guys, and then you keep asking us what kind of camera. We get that question all iPhone the time. 7. What camera should we use? <laughs> what camera 7. should we use? God, use the camera on your phone, guys. Stop wasting your money on cameras. Mm-hmm. Cameras are tools. And if you don't have a camera on your phone, get a phone with the camera, because that'll be a good investment, because then you have a movie camera. Yep. <laughs> it's a, and you have things. a phone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our our cinematography professor David Waldman, uh, I remember going up to him and talking to him about Nightwing and being like, "Yeah, dude, we're shooting on a red Epic, blah blah blah," and he was just like, "It's just a tool." And mm-hmm. I was like, at the time, I was like, "Yeah, but it's a red Epic. Like they shoot movies on that, right?" And then you're like, "Screw you, bro! It's a red Epic." And then and then it like it clicked with me once I saw the footage, and I was like, "It really is the painter, not the brush." Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those of you out there who want to make movies and you're like, I don't have the equipment, I don't have this, and you're letting that hang you up, for for the love of God, <laughs> stop, love ma- of God. stop making excuses <laughs> because that's all you're doing is making excuses because you have so much at your disposal for free. Don't make excuses, for make movies. free. So much at your disposal. I cannot stress this enough. Mm-hmm. You can download free trials of basically everything yeah. online for software and you can get access to like decent equipment to shoot your stuff. 
dude, what what do we shoot our first video on? Which one? Uh, uh, Nightwing, Batman, Nightwing, Bat. <laughs> A Canon 7D. Canon 7D with a kit lens. If you don't know what that means, it's the lens that comes with it. It's stock, bro. It's like a stock turbo which and is, a GTI. Which is gr- garbage. It's absolute garbage <laughs> lens. Like that. So if your yeah. turbo goes out, your whole car's done. Yeah. And so on this newest video, we shot on an Arri Alexa M. Mm. That mm. Is, is your boy. That's, <laughs> that's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is. <laughs> the Canon 7D isn't a bad camera. No. Actually. No. no okay. Going back, uh, it's not a bad camera, Revert. but the way I used it was really bad. It's right. the painter, not the brush. Exactly. Yeah, it it's was, the painter, you weren't not the a brush. good painter it yet. Was, you were still learning how to paint. I was terrible. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because now you can you give me a sudden. I wouldn't even you say were, you were terrible. You weren't anything. That you was your anything. first time yeah, touching dude, a camera. Exactly. Like, yeah, you're not wrong. But like now, anyone can hand me any kind of camera, even your phone. And it's funny because whenever I'm out and someone hands me uh, their phone, say, hey, can you take a picture of us? I'll take the picture. And they're like, oh, my God, it looks so good. No, I mean, it, it's true. You know, it's funny because uh, my brother's girlfriend right now is like learning how to do visual effects and stuff. And she's really awesome. And she asks me for like, uh, like questions on VFX and stuff like that. And it's, it's cool because I don't think I realized how long I've been doing visual effects for. Yeah, bro. Then I'm like, she's like, yeah, how do, how do you, how do you like think? over 10 years, right? Yeah, I've been doing it since I was 15. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and I didn't My realize God. that until until just now. I'm like, wow. And she's like, how, how would you do this? And I was just like, oh, so you do this, drop this layer, uh, make sure you mask this out, then uh, motion track this. And then like, it was just like, it was like second nature. And I was like, ah, it's cool. I've never really mm-hmm. actually had people asking me VFX questions. Mm-hmm. So I just realized I'm 25. Oh my god. Yeah, man, you're an old man. Yeah, dude, I'm five. I'm twenty-five, dude. You're, you're a quarter. Dude, that sucks. <laughs> nah, bro, that's awesome. <laughs> it sucks so bad. <laughs> Keep I'm, working. I'm still sorry I missed your birthday, man. Oh no, you're good. I totally forgot. I literally went into See, surgery how, on you know Tony's what? birthday. That's how you True. know we all work hard. Yeah. We forgot I forgot how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> what up? Dude, hey yo, I forgot I legit legit forgot i was asking my girlfriend angie i was like i was like hey uh i was like hey is it is it saturday or sunday and she's like babe it's wednesday and i was like yeah mm. i couldn't have been more off yeah. <laughs> that's why anything that happens in my life i put it in my calendar on my phone granted i haven't left the house in three weeks yeah so you're probably like, yeah i haven't left I'm the disoriented house. as hell yeah I, bet. <laughs> I haven't left my house in like a few days you don't days. even know what the weather like so. is like outside do you uh, so I opened up the door to let people in and out, and I'm like, "Oh, there's a nice breeze. It almost seems like the weather's getting cooler, right? <laughs> yes. is, that, is that right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're ho- I think your your uh, the house is actually hotter than what it is the outside. Studio. The studio. I'm sorry. Mm. The janitorial closet at, at WB is hotter than what it is outside yes. right now. Guys, that's I can't wait true. for this surgery recovery cycle to be over. I. It's almost done, dude. Just take it easy. Wait, man. It's almost wait. done, dude. <laughs> it's, it's almost done, dude. I only know about the I weather. I stick to my girls like glue. Da, 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 what the fuck? Sean Paul. Sean Paul. Sean Paul. Oh, God. That guy is so good. I like Sean Paul. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. I know. We just like, took, took a turn from inspirational conversations to about, Sean like, Nepal. to, yeah. you know. Weird impersonations of Sean, Jean Paul. Anyway, Jean to, Jean to, Paul to, to wrap it up, if you guys have dreams out there, if you guys have aspirations, you 
you don't owe it to anyone but yourself to chase those ambitions and those dreams. And it doesn't matter what your parents say, and it doesn't matter what your family says or the people around you say, chase your dream. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, is like this is not their life. This is your life. And if you let someone else dictate what you do with your life and how you spend that, then you're gonna live your and you're gonna live you're the rest of your life. life. When those people are out of your life or you move out of your parents' house or uh, you know, uh, eventually when your parents pass on, you're going to still be living the life that they told you to live Mm -hmm. and you're not chasing your dream or your passion and you know what dude life is short and we live in a in a dark shitty world and and you need to do what you're passionate about because otherwise it's like what the hell what's the the, point what is the point what is the point of doing the things that you hate doing you you know it's like like I always, I, uh, I my mom told me this when I was super young. She, she, or I, no, I don't even think she told me. She was asking someone else, and I just took this. She's like, she's like, what? She asked someone what their hobby is, and they said uh, painting nails. And they were working at a at a, some factory, and she's like, okay, well, why aren't you doing that? Make your hobby your career. If that's what you love doing, then just do it. I'm like, just, shit, yeah, boom. Man. Just Ma- do it. Mama dropping the mic on that bitch. <laughs> I gotta admit though, like I used to have that's hobbies. Tough. <laughs> that's still tough, but. As long as you're constantly working at yeah. it, no matter how slow or how fast, like you're still making an effort. Wor- yeah, making an effort towards your goal. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is if you want anything in this world, then it is absolutely attainable. Contrary to what I think society makes you think, mm-hmm. that anything is possible anytime. Yep. And you know. I think a lot of people are like, yeah, well, my circumstance this and this and that. And it's like, yeah, dude, sometimes it's gonna be harder. It, for some people, it's going to be easy as fuck. Some people, it's going to be hard as hell. Mm-hmm. And as a man thinketh, so shall he be. Yeah, it, it doesn't like uh, uh, the intangible represents the real power of the universe. It is the seed of the tangible. Is a Bruce Lee quote that I used to live by. I still live by. Mm-hmm. In that, like, what you invest uh, your your thoughts in, what you put your energy in, is going to yield a tangible result. And uh, and it, it's it's work, you know, it's like people you know how many people laughed at me like there was a kid I remember I will never forget this douchebag Jared Lohman hmm. if you see this fuck you uh, I was in English class and I remember saying he asked me Oh, so what are you gonna do after high school? And I was like, oh man, I, I want to be an actor I want to I want to make films and then he laughed at me and he was like, huh? Are you serious? Like, you don't want to pick something more realistic? I mean, that's kind of stupid. Uh, and yeah, uh, yeah. And I was just like, screw you, bro. And I looked at him and I was just like, just wait. Mm-hmm. Like, just he wait. He says as he goes home to watch People a didn't movie. say things like that to <laughs> me yeah, in high school. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. Know, and uh, the thing is, is like, I, I just remember that as being like something that was like, it was, that was like one of the most blunt and hurtful ways I think anybody has ever made fun of my dream. And, uh, and I remember that kid actually hit me up on Facebook, I think two years ago and told me like, dude, like you're doing some really cool stuff now. And yeah, I am. And I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not like, not like in a cocky or arrogant way because I still have so, 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 so much distance to cover before <laughs> I'm anywhere near where I want to be. But like at the end of the day, like I'm doing what I love and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I, st- I won. You know, I, I'm happy in 
the I, you know I'm in the process of the journey of my goal mm-hmm. uh, t- you know to my dream and I'm happy in doing it and I feel like I'm being fulfilled and and so it doesn't matter that you laughed at my dream or you made fun of me because it didn't stop me it didn't yeah. slow me down in fact it I only was fueled to the fire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I don't know I don't know if you guys <laughs> have had similar which by the way guys if any of you have anything against people trying to make it in this industry or doing anything art related don't watch this video don't watch any movie from now on don't <laughs> listen to any music do not don't look play at video a, games don't play video games don't read books don't do anything except work yeah yeah so basically be a robot <laughs> just be art isn't everything i robot you know it's like okay. when somebody tells you their dream don't scoff at them don't laugh at them yeah, cool, encourage man. them fashion designer cool. don't yeah. wear any clothes <laughs> You know, have you have you guys seen it's that? Like law. somebody will will tell someone else. Oh their no, dream. I know. it's happened I've to me several yeah, times. It's happened to all of us. Yeah. How many times have you told someone you met you're a filmmaker and they just kind of like, oh poor thing. Anytime, like <laughs> me like, or any, anyone <laughs> anyone I know that's in oh. that like acting field, the, the people get laughed they don't at. Understand? Or like when people yeah. go to school for like, why are you getting a d- degree in acting? That's not going to do anything for you. Okay. Oh, you have a have degree I, in film, a bachelor's. I I had a friend who told me to my face not even a month ago. It was probably a month ago because surgery, but like a little over, like maybe like six weeks ago. And he was like, he was like, a film degree is, is a waste of time and money. And I, and then everybody in the back lo- uh, looked at me, oh, like all of my friends who were around me looked at me and were like, ooh. And I was just like, I mean, you can probably make it as a filmmaker without a film degree. So. I was like, you can argue uh, so, that. Yeah, I mean, not, uh, you're not hurting my feelings. You're I'm just using an my asshole. degree. No, you're not <laughs> wrong. You're just an asshole. I'm using my degree. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess uh, I have had it happen before, actually, um, and I let it get to me, um, and I will never it's, ever it's forget it. I had hard someone to let it not get to you, man. Uh, well, I mean, I, I actually let um, I let other people it tell me, me that I wasn't a good enough football player to make it. So okay, I didn't uh, pursue that. I didn't pursue that. I was given um, some interest by a junior college in Tennessee, that is a sister college to a Division One football team, mm-hmm. um, U- University of Tennessee. And I, ne- I didn't pursue it <laughs> like an idiot. So let that be a lesson to everybody. Um, and I wasn't the best football player, but I was good enough for people to watch and good, uh, good enough for people to say, wow, what just happened? Mm-hmm. For, and them to contact me. So uh, don't let anybody but ever tell you. were you passionate about football to the point where you would sacrifice everything to work towards it? Back then, yes. But like, had I gone, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Yeah. So it may have been it was a, a good thing. In but yeah, it was a blessing in disguise. But also, guys, who who's to say that this wouldn't have happened either way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm. That's the point. And the point is that you never know what's going to happen. And that's the amazing thing about life. But also, you should never ever let life be circumstantial. Ever, 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 ever. Don't you ever miss let 100 of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Exactly. It's a cliche mm. for a reason. I mean, because mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah, like Forrest Gump. I think that's a big thing uh, with a lot of people. Is like when opportunity presents itself, you got to take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, this this happened, this happened, this happened," but like I didn't do it because I was scared. And it's like, dude, don't be scared, man. Yeah. It's like we're mm-hmm. all scared. I'm scared every Everybody's time. Scared, every dude. time I talk to someone who is uh, more well known than than me and trying to set up like a project or something. Uh, or me and Jeremy are, are collaborating with someone who's just like like someone who is who like someone who is actually someone not mm-hmm. not us who are tr- people trying to become someone like these people are actually someone 
and and you know it's like it's kind of scary because it's like oh man like i hope this like i don't want to do something that would lose the respect of this person and you know it is kind of daunting and scary but like don't I still think to this very day, I've already, I've told the story on the show. Like, I feel like going up to Greg Miller at VidCon <laughs> oh, yeah. was one that, of the best things that I have ever done in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Because just going up to him and showing him the Nightwing, the series trailer, it's like Greg is not only now, like, he not only now knows who we are, like we're actually legitimately friends. Mm-hmm. And he's been in multiple videos of ours since then. He's going to be in our new video. And it's like, I, t- I text Tim Gettys on a regular basis, like we're boys. And it's like, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, he brought us on Up at Noon. He, he brought me on the Game Over Greggy show. It's like helping to advertise our content and being a part of our content. And it's like, that's helping us grow exponentially mm-hmm. because the kind of funny fans are so amazing and so mm-hmm. loyal and uh, and so welcoming to us. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, how many of you guys are kind of funny fans originally and are fans of this table <laughs> are, and are watching this show? And it's like, no, it, it's yeah. true. And it's like, we owe so much to him. And it's just because the point I'm trying to make is I nervously, mind you, <laughs> went up and talked to him yeah i was there on a limb i was just like i just want to talk to this guy that i'm a fan of and just tell him how much i appreciate the content that he makes and now we're friends and now we're boys and now we're making cool stuff together and like it's 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 cool it's great reminds me of a quote it's a dangerous business frodo going out your front door yeah (laughs) you step onto the road and if you don't keep your feet there's no knowing where you might step off to yeah that's true you know, this also applies to any kind of field, whether it's engineering or biology or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, mm-hmm. I know several friends who are, their girls and their family expects them to go into nursing and get a nursing degree, but they actually want to do computer science or they want to do electrical engineering. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, you are kind of like you're respecting your parents wishes but mm-hmm. you're not doing what you want to do and you're not happy in it yeah. yeah so why don't you work towards that engineering degree or mm-hmm. that computer science degree correct me if i'm wrong but when you were switching your major from computer science to film weren't you a bit nervous about how your mom was going to react to that well she's always been like super nice and supportive of you but yeah. like I, I feel like I feel like we had a conversation where you were just like a little bit apprehensive. Yeah, I was a little nervous, but not about my mom oh. for myself. Like, mm. wait, I'm switching from computer science to film. Hope I'm not screwing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I'm not screwing myself. I, I definitely thought that. And they're laughing because it's funny now. It's it funny was now. not funny. It was not no. funny then. But <laughs> back then, I was like, but then I corrected myself and I thought, you know what? This already shows or Ismahawk already shows that I'm actually proficient yeah passionate prof- hungry enough yes all of those things yeah. all of those boxes I'm he's, like you know what angry. I'm gonna keep doing this mm-hmm. so I switched my major to film I quit my job at Best Buy even though I had nothing else lined up yeah uh, and I was like I'm gonna keep pushing my skills forward and start shooting videos just all day like every time anytime i get a chance to do something i shoot it Mm -hmm. and then i started getting more freelance work and still not to the point where it's like self-sustainable but i'm i'm stretching every dollar and every credit i get i have just to be able to do this Mm -hmm. do i want to shoot freelance stuff 
not really. I'd rather be spending 24-7 doing Ismahawk videos for you guys. Like, mm. But that's not the reality of it. Like, I still need to make some money to be able to pay the bills that I have now so that I can spend more time to do these videos. So I, I think the hope is, like, hopefully one day, like, because, yeah, I mean, we all still work our day jobs. And that's yeah. why, like, we, like... Granted, I'm still fortunate enough to be doing what I love. Yeah, yeah. For, to be able to pay my bills, but it's different. Yeah, I think this is, like, one of those things, this is, like, why things like Patreon were invented. Uh, Patreon is literally there to fund artists so they can keep on doing what they love. Uh, I remember reading a comment where someone was like, uh, I don't understand why it takes these guys so long to make a video. T- Quarter Digital is putting out a video every week. <laughs> and I was just like, Sorry. I was just like, go F that yourself, dude. Rude, like, Quarter uh, like, Digital has been, has not just been active on YouTube, but has been successful on YouTube for like five years, m- more. Longer seven years. That. Seven Longer, years. Yeah. yeah seven years they've been on YouTube. And it's like, like, Look at the rap sheet, dude. They've been f- making films since they were, I don't know, 12? Yeah, you know, I, I actually said, I told Nico this exact story <laughs> when we were on set for our new video, and he just kind of like laughed and shook his, shook his head, and he's like, you guys will be there, you guys will be there soon, which I was just like, ugh. That's uh, that, oh that's God. like a, that's like a uh, really cool like really cool moment. Uh, okay. but, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, but he was like, "You guys will be there soon." But he was just like, "That's kind of funny that people do do say stuff like that." People are just you know? so funny. Yeah, it's like, just, uh, they really they really don't have the scope. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just they don't know. Yeah. I guess that's also flattering in a way. Yeah, it's flattering that people think that we're on their level, which I I most definitely don't think we mm-hmm. are. But which also another thing to tie back into that topic yeah. of uh, marketing, it's it always helps to make it seem like you're bigger than you are because bigger people will take you a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. So tip there, pro yeah. tip. Boom. Fake it till you make it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a, another thing that Mark... So ma- people think that you're faking until you make it and you make it when uh, you're actually... Like your skills are actually on par with what they're expecting. Mm-hmm. You're Keep in mind, you're also still developing your skills as you're faking it. So don't pretend to like keep faking it and not better yourself yeah don't don't yeah though see that's not faking it that's just lying yeah that's <laughs> straight you're lying. lying you're not you're, you're not just doing lying it. you're not faking until you make it you're lying you're right lying now. until you make it and then as soon as they realize that you're lying you don't make it anymore yeah yeah, yeah actually you're not even lying so you, you never make made it. it you're just straight up lying forever the it's mindset just, has to be there the skill set has to be there before you can be there is how yeah. i th- how i think of it yeah um yeah if that makes any sense I like having these sort of uh, these sort of discussions. I know every now and then uh, people like us discussing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, our boy Eric, Eric Andrews, right? Yeah, your Eric, boy. Our boy Eric Andrews. Uh, uh, shout out to you, Eric Andrews. You're your the man. Boy. Uh, specifically, says he wants us to talk about this sort of thing more often. Uh, he really likes the motivational episodes. So hey, Eric, you can do it, man. And I love you. Hell yeah. And to all you guys out there who have dreams and aspirations and passions and goals that you want to, uh, you, you want to, uh, you aspire to achieve, fight for it, work for it, mm-hmm. do everything you can and invest every dollar and, and literally don't just, I think a lot of people think that they could just pick up a camera and be, you know, Scorsese. And it's like, no, dude, I, I have a friend who, He's been working on this fan film for the longest time, and like he, he's not even off the ground yet. And I keep telling him, I'm like, dude, you are wasting your time. He's like, I just want it to be perfect. I'm like, it's, it's like not gonna be being perfect. real with you, bro. It's gonna suck. 
Yeah. And perfection and he does was like, not Fuck, exist. Dude, that was really harsh. And I was like, if I don't tell you, the internet will. Yep. yep. And the thing is, is I love you and I want to see you succeed. Know that the first thing that you're going to do is going to be bad. And everything you're going to do for the first couple times is probably going to be bad. And that's okay. It's okay because it's a building you block for bad. you. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at the videos that we used to make. Stink I mean, it up, oh, bro. Stink it up. I mean, some of them are going to suck. And some of them do suck. And then some of them are going to be good. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like we didn't start making good videos until... Minute Matchups. Minute Matchup, episode one, Deadpool versus Deadpool. I feel like is the first time we actually made like, oh, dude, like a, yeah. a straight up decent can video. We, can we just... <laughs> and, like, like, just decent. Can we just go... <laughs> that video was absolute hell. The pre-production oh, yeah. was hell. The production was hell all the steps were pretty hellish <laughs> They're just just a hell just all hell it was hot i had a beard yeah you were what? inside it. yeah you were sick underneath the costume yeah it was definitely just a, but it was so worth it, it. Was worth oh it, my sure. god the Dude, pain was worth it oh my god so worth it now that i think about it every single minute matchup shoot has been absolutely grueling <laughs> <laughs> but dude, yeah. but then yeah. you're like Flash versus Quicksilver. I was super sick yeah. the second day, and you had a broken foot. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. Dude, this Very new true. minute matchup has also been incredibly difficult to do. It's like, dude, minute, minute matchups are the best content that I think that we've made. But holy crap, it is the hardest. <laughs> but then again, it's like it's totally hard. But like, we're not even once you get past that point of it being hard. Yeah, quote unquote. Um, it. To, you totally don't even realize you're not conscious of it being something that's difficult oh, any longer. Oh yeah, because like it's been hard for so long that it doesn't feel it's like not even hard I don't anymore. think about how hard yeah. it is. I just think, oh, we just have to do this and this and yeah, this and this, exactly. and I'm constantly working and thinking yep. about it every day. That's normal now. And then you step outside of that zone, you look into it. Like you if look you at ta- that tornado, you're yeah, like, exactly. shit, is like that you, where I was? You go take a break. You get something to eat or yeah. some, something like that. You travel somewhere for a little break. You look back at your calendar or like you're looking at your messages and I'm like wait a minute this feels unnatural taking a break <laughs> yeah like i shouldn't be doing this right what? now wait what, what is that what does that mean I, wait. taking a break what's, i'm what's not what is work? Ta- taking what? a break you know how mad my girlfriend has been at me that i'm like recovering from surgery and still like <laughs> trucking away on trying to get this edit done for this new video <laughs> yeah. it's like She's like, yeah. My mom's like, you gotta relax. You gotta take it easy. You're not Superman, you know. <laughs> and, then I, and then I look at her like. For those who can't see, he's just looking. <laughs> I mean, for those who can't, yeah, for those who can't see. <laughs> for those who are listening to the audio, I'm just looking off into the distance, <laughs> like Toby Maguire when it's not gonna finish itself. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna finish itself, you know. Anyway, let's close out the show. Let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for tuning into another episode. Uh, please be sure to support us on Patreon. I feel like for no other reason than what we just talked about for the last <laughs> half of the show. Yeah. And that, um, and that, like, we are incredibly passionate about this, and we do want to make this our full-time career. And, you know, uh, if you don't have any money to toss our way, then don't, like, use that for yourself. Use that for your own stuff. But mm-hmm. if you guys have a couple extra bucks, you enjoy the content that we make. We do put all our stuff available for free for you guys. Uh, and if you do want to support us, that's what Patreon is for, so you can help take us to that next level. Um, and if that's something you can do, awesome. If not, then you know, just sharing our videos and watching them is is more than enough, and we're incredibly grateful for that alone. Um, uh, though we do have some really cool exclusive stuff coming to our Patreon. Specifically, we were talking about doing like one-on-one chats between 
uh, two members of Ismok at a time. And this isn't just us four. Like we're talking about bringing in Hisani into the mix, uh, Rob Machado. So you can actually uh, Oscar Corral uh, learn a little bit more about the team. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we'd be talking on a more like on a more intimate level, kind of like what we did on this last part of the show, where we're not just talking about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. We're kind of just talking about you know, kind of like interviewing Anything. each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like more of like a lifestyle. Yeah, more casual type of conversation. Yeah, and I was thinking maybe we do like a thirty-minute uh, podcast-ish thing on the second channel. Yeah, it's not really a podcast, but more like just like a like a vlog. It's like a vlog, maybe like kind of kind of like a table talk type show mm-hmm. where it's it's like it's a more casual conversational show that doesn't really have as much to do with uh, the geek culture stuff. We save the geek culture stuff for this podcast, and then we can talk about you know make the other one more of like a comedy show and then just kind of do it that way. And, and then uh, it'll probably be 30 minutes long. So uh, it'll be a lot shorter than what you have here. So it's still consumable for you guys. Uh, let us know if that's something you're interested in. Uh, if you are interested in, awesome. If you're not interested in it, uh, Yo, well, I think like one person was like totally not interested. And then like a bunch of other people were like totally interested. And I'm like, well, person who's not interested, I guess you just don't have to watch it. <laughs> well, it I seems mean, like you, everybody else is down for it. You don't have to watch it, huh? You don't. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't today. know what you're doing either. I don't know. I, what is that I, from? I'm turning into a Diego Montoya for, from Montoya from oh, from. You uh, killed my father. Prepare yeah, to die. Yeah, I don't know. I've been doing it all day. Six fingered man. Yeah, the six fingered man. <laughs> you don't have to. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Daniel the Chef. Tony's at Walk on Tony. Jeremy's at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. And Noel is at No Woo. No, Noel the Chef. Now, you said Twitter. Now ew. <laughs> and, and Instagram. Uh, Jeremy's at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. I'm at Daniel the Chef. Tony's at Walk on Tony, oh and Noel is at Nola Chef. N- now. <laughs> wow. no, you, see, you see, I'm trying to prove, prove a point here. Change your goddamn name. I don't know what you're talking Make about. Match. Oh, you piece of poop. You piece of, yo. You yo, piece of poopy. Yo, you do it again. All right, All right guys, we love you. Bye. Man with two arms. Well, that's what you call service. Service. Cerveza es bueno. That's what you call sufficient. If you do it again... If you do it again. <laughs> cool. If you do it again, you'll do it again. If you do it again, I'll, I'll again, pop you in the face with a soldering Do you sometimes want to just swerve onto the other side of the road? <laughs> Stab me in the face with a soldering iron. Oh my gosh, dude. That anti-inflammatory actually, like, <laughs> in, like, 10 seconds was already more effective. If Miss Kyle tries to blackmail me, I'll push her out of a higher window. Till then... I got better fish to fry. Thank you. You're welcome, Mel. Now that's what you call service. Says the man given a silver spoon. Come on, man. Give me give me something here. I don't you being alright. Okay. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh that's my cute you're gonna break alright. Don't play with it, don't be dishonest. Still not understanding this logic. I'm back and I'm better. Bye.
miss my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping left its seeds while I was. 